didn't even get to go to my high school prom, but my mom did. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good Monday morning, ass family. Welcome to another work week. I, I hope you had a great weekend. Look, here's the good news. It's only a few days to go before the weekend. I, I know, I know it's Monday. It's dreary here. It's fucking horrible. But at least you had the weekend. Hopefully you had a good week. I had a good weekend, even though my tooth fucking killing me. But it still had a good weekend. Got to see uh, our good friend Buck Faustin was on Friday. Hope you enjoyed that. Got to hang out with him Friday. And, and then this weekend was uh, just kind of on the down low, kind of quiet. I did I did a lot of stuff, but I didn't. Like, got new sound effects. We don't have a Grady today because I'm going to give Grady a little uh, a break. But uh, this is a new sound effect that I just played. I didn't even get to go to my high school prom, but my mom did. I wish that wasn't true. Uh, this is from the movie. If you want to ever see a good movie with Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman, and it's rated R, so that's what makes this movie so good. Movie called The Changeup, where they switch bodies. You, you know this old tired thing? But see, it was finally done right and rated R. Fantastic movie. Olivia Wilde gets naked in the movie. So I got this one. This is my favorite line from this. This one right here looks a little, a little downsy. This one looks a little downsy. <laughs> this one right here looks a little, a little downsy. And then finally, I, I found this on TikTok this weekend. And With all due respect, he's also suffering from, from anal bleeding. This one right here looks a little, a little downsy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was tough. It was tough. Watch the PGA this weekend, and, and I haven't even... I, I got to start the show off. You know what's so weird? We got to start the show off with emails. Not not many, not many, but emails, which are brought to you by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. You don't need to call anybody else. You don't need to talk to anybody. You call my man Jesse over at JS Floors. It's 775-267-4123. He's going to come out, check it out, tell you what you need. Boom, do what you need, and you're going to be like, damn, these are the best floors ever. So there you go, JS Flooring. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll start with uh, like this right here. Let, let, let's do this. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Hey! Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from our friend Bradley. It says, hey, Arnie. I just wanted to first say amazing show on Friday. Well, thank you so much. Thanks to uh, Buck, Dan. Uh, and that video of you in the gym was absolute gold. <laughs> the Memorial Day workout video. Yes, I did put it up online later. Second, I wanted to ask you what you thought of the PGA Championship. While I was always more of a Tiger fan, it was still great to see Phil win, and at 50, it's simply amazing. The scene on 18 choked me up a bit. Anyways, I love hearing the show every day. I hate that I never get to listen live. That sucks, Bradley. P.S. Just in case you haven't seen the commercial, there's a new documentary on Mike Tyson that looks really good that starts Tuesday. Well, thank you. I, I haven't seen that. What network? Bradley, got to tell me what network that's on. Or is it on Netflix? Because I, I got to talk about Netflix here in a second. Um, 
Let's talk about that. Uh, I, too, was never a huge Phil Mickelson fan. I, I, I never have been. But I got to say that I was fucking rooting my ass off for him yesterday. I, I, I really, really was. And, uh, man, it it had visions of the U.S. Open that he almost won up at Wingfoot when he blew it. Probably one of my favorite moments in history. He blew a two-shot lead on 18 at the U.S. Open. And the Sports Illustrated that came out was him with his head in his hands. And I've always hated Phil. I've never liked Phil. I'm starting to like Phil now. Because Phil just, just, he goes out there and fucking bombs away. That motherfucker, I, I tell you this right now, he was on this weekend. Now, there's a story out there. If you haven't seen what happened yesterday, Mickelson hits his tee shot at 18. He's got a two-shot lead. All he's got to actually do is hit it on the green. That's it. He's going to win. By the way, I haven't said good morning yet. Let, let me let me say good mornings. Uh, Braddy Kid says it's Sunday, first day of the week. So, once again, I'm calling first all week. Good morning. Well, Braddy Kid, I hope you have a great day and an amazing week. Straight Fires, I see you working, Braddy. Uh, second place, uh, then, it's good morning, ass. All right. Matt Hatter says good Monday, ass. What's up, buddy? Hangtown Jen says happy Monday, ass family. Hot Mama says happy Monday, ass. How about them Dodgers? Nice little sweep of the Gigantes this weekend. How about my little Rangers and a little sweep of the Disastros this weekend? You got to like seeing the Astros lose. Alicia says, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Kale says, Brady Ken, I'm going to pretend I'm a millennial Democrat and take the undeserved win. Bradster says, happy Monday, asshats. You too, biggin'. Uh, I had a really awesome weekend. I actually did a lot and got a lot done. Well, good, Alicia. I'm glad. Uh, I, di- I didn't do a lot. I watched a lot of TV because my mouth hurt. Um, watching the end of the tournament yesterday was awesome. Because the crowd, Phil has always been a fan favorite. Everybody's always liked Tiger more because, well, Tiger's better. And there's an underlying reason why I was rooting for Phil. But we'll get to that here in a second. Uh Phil hits his, his second shot, knocks it on the green to about 12 feet. He's going to win the tournament. He's not going to three-putt from 12 feet. He's Phil fucking Mickelson. And the crowds just swallow him and his playing partner, Brooks Kapka. Now, I've never been a Brooks Kapka fan because he's a robot. Now I really hate him. He's a fucking cunt. And do you know how much it takes me to say that word on this show? Yesterday, something happened that has never happened before. A 50-year-old man won a PGA major. The record was 46, and it was set in 1986 by Jack Nicklaus. I was watching that tournament. That was one of those records they said may never be broken, along with 511 wins from Cy Young, which will not be broken. 11 straight wins on the PGA Tour by Byron Nelson. Never happen again. Cal Ripken's Ironman streak, not going to happen. DNA Morgan, what's up, buddy? How you doing, pal? Phil Mickelson went out and played the, the, the most magical golf I've ever seen. I, I didn't think he could do any better than when he won at the British Open. And the cool thing is, this is why I respect Phil a lot more now. Phil's from San Diego. 
The United States Open is being played at his home course of Torrey Pines. He had not qualified. All his exemptions had ran out. And the United States Golf Association, USGA, reached out and they said, Phil, we're going to extend an invitation to you because, well, you're Phil. And he accepted it. He didn't want to, though. He wanted to earn it. And by winning that tournament yesterday, he has earned five more U.S. Open chances because that's all he needs for the Grand Slam. I love it when you call someone a cunt. I don't know why. It's just one of those words I frequently use, but when I hear people that don't use it often, it tickles my heart and gives me a chubby. (laughs) So the crowd just swallowed up Brooks Kepka, and he was a crying baby about it. It would have been cool if I didn't have a knee injury and I got dinged a few times in the knee in the crowd, but no one really gave a shit. Yeah, it's cool for Phil, but getting dinged a few times isn't exactly my idea of fun. I was trying to protect my knees. Stop being a fucking cunt. God damn it. I I, I hate Brooks Kapka. He's, you know what? Brooks Kapka is a big fucking queef. I'd tell him that to his face. What's he going to do, punch me? Go ahead and punch me, motherfucker. I'll kick the shit out of you. I ain't worried about suing you. I'll whoop that fucking ass because I'm going to ding you in the fucking knee, bitch. Oh, I hate that. I hate that, man. Don't try to take away Phil Mickelson. And I mean, first tweet was from Tiger Woods, then fucking Jack Nicholas. So you got the two gods of golf saying this is pretty amazing what happened. Sorry you got swallowed up, Brooks. What a fucking twat waffle. Oh, man. I hope he gets booed now. There are a few people. There was a few smattering of boos when he got the crowd. That's kind of a no-no. Now, now it's a go-go. From no-no to go-go. Boo. If I see him in an airport, boo! Bag of shit. I'm running. But here's the underlying issue why I'm happy that Phil won. There's nothing that makes me happier than when Tiger Woods breaks one of Phil Mickelson's (laughs) records. And I hope Tiger is one day older and wins a major. (laughs) Oh, that would be hilarious. (laughs) Phil wouldn't know what to do. I can't do anything. Oh, that would be hilarious. But, yes, uh, so, yeah, I, I did see that, Bradley. It was an awesome moment in sport. I, I got to say, that was it, it, it was fantastic. It was, I'm not going to say it's like Tiger. I, I, I just can't. I, I mean, it, it was up there. It, it, it's reminiscent of it, but not really like it. Just say it. But it was fantastic. Um, all right, let's see. I got another email here, so uh, let's do this. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, <sighs> maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, by the way, mail is brought to you by Chance Force. Check them out. Uh, this is from Dominic. It says, hey, Arnie, why is everyone biting ass? Uh, I, hey, man, I've been dealing with my whole career. Everybody takes from me. Look what I just found on an article. A new cryptocurrency called Asscoin. 
what the hell? Everyone is copying you, even the crypto market. Anyways, I hope you're doing well in Texas, Dominic. Well, thank you, Dominic. That is some bullshit. They're naming Bitcoins after me now. I got my own cryptocurrency. That's gimmick infringement right there. Can't call it ass. I call this ass. I could have uh, I I could have bid on uh, ass.com. And I know everybody's looking at it and go, oh my god, that's the website you should got. I can't. No, there's no way I could have got ass.com. I, I think the person won like seventeen hundred dollars for it, so it's not that bad at that time, because I had my dad's inheritance money. Uh but there is no way that ass.com is going to get through any kind of firewalls at businesses. So I was like, yeah, let's just go with arnieradio.com. The guy designed my website, that the Russian fellow, he's like, you sure? Ass.com is good. I'm like, yeah, I know ass.com is great. But I want to get into people's offices. Then I want them to be able to turn me off. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Uh, all right, we got one more, uh, one more thing here. Uh, actually, and this is an ass, but first... Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call! Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from, uh, Timmy and, uh, Timmy and Nicole. Hey! Arnie, I have a serious question for you and all the listeners. You see, I'm getting into baseball, and I'm without a team. I can't follow the Giants or Dodgers. Family support them. I'm leaning towards the Reds. Don't know why. My question is, would y'all tell me why I should follow your team? Thank you from the Scotsman. Hmm. Now, see, that was an ask question. So we have to help him out here. And you know what that means. Oh, yeah, that means it, 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 it's go time. Can't do that one first. That one. That one's too harsh on the voice. But are, are we ready? <clears throat> the Reds, what are you, some kind of comic? He's from Scotland. He doesn't know any better. We'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll help him. We will help him for sure. All right, here we go. First one here. You guys ready for this? This is the way to start a Monday off right here. Uh-oh. Turn it up. Christopher, what's up, buddy? Uh, 
do too. We do too. Are you ready? Sup, Arnie? Sorry, no movie review this week. There are no. Uh, I've got it handled, and I will do that next, my friend. Let me get through this song in helping Tim. This is a tough one on my voice. I, I, I hope it goes well. I really do. I'm worried. It's time to ask Arnie. Contact the show right now. If you don't, then you'll to do the high voice here. I don't think it's going to work, but uh, we'll try. His mother lived in a trailer. It was a double wide. His father tried to help Arnie, but he only wanted mine. Get it home here, people. Here we go. It's time to ask Arnie. Contact the show right now. If you don't, then you're responsible. Crazy letter. I gotta turn all this shit down, turn my headphones down, all this stuff. Okay. All right, there we go. That's super worked. Solid gold. Thank you. So, uh, what's up, Arnie? No movie. Uh, how about becoming a Tampa Bay Rays fan? They need all the fans they can get. Hangtown Jen says, Well, Ogre, just cause our wagons. Away. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This starts better than that. Beer's better than Texas. Gotta go with the Rangers. Uh huh. Oh, Timmy, you want to support the Yankees. Plain and simple, they are the best. 27 titles and some of the best damn uh, outfits ever. Oh, and they have their own network. Yes. <laughs> that, that says it. Yes, 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 Yankees. Interesting. Yes, Timmy. Uh, what Jen said, the New York bandwagoners. Uh, oh, we're just because our wag a winning one should not deter or deter. Uh, anyone, uh, new lifelong fans from joining. He could always root for the Giants. And he, uh, too, can uh, tout three and five. We won three and five, bitches, okay? Harrison says the Rangers swept the Astros, the Baylor of a Major League Baseball. Hey, man, that's a great call, Harrison. Uh, it feels good to be a Ranger fan for a few days. Amen, it does. God damn. Uh, the only reason the Yankees have so many is because they cheated all those years and had snipers up in the rafters threatening other teams. Prove me wrong. Uh, oh, Timmy. Timmy, you know I love you, pal. You can pick anybody you want. Yeah, I mean, look, you're not going to go Dodgers or them. 
the Reds is a bad choice. The Reds suck. They're an awful franchise. Like, like I, I'm not going to tell you to come to Texas because we're not that great of a franchise. They, they'll only become great again because I'm back. So maybe not hold off on the Rangers. Stay away from the Astros. Nobody likes Astros fans. I'm just telling you that right now. Nobody likes Astros fans, so don't become an Astros fan. Look, Yankees are a solid choice. Maybe you like National League better. How about the Cardinals? A lot of people love the Cubs. I mean, you're in their division right now with Cincinnati. Stay away from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's never good. Uh, Tampa Bay. Fuck Tampa Bay. Trying to think, good team. Toronto, no. The the only reason why to to like Toronto is, is this is the best reason to like Toronto, is because you can be an asshole and belt out the Canadian national anthem like me at all Toronto games when they play in America. Oh Canada, because they don't ever have anybody come out and sing it. They just have it like on loop on a tape. Oh fucking Blue Jays are in town. Play the tape. So that's always fun, but don't, don't become a fan of it. The Padres, stay away. That's, that's a losing bet. Losing bet is the Padres. Same with the Angels. Sorry, Angels fans. I already told them not to become a Ranger fan. I gave them a good team with the Cardinals. Cardinals got that history, too, like the Yankees do. Second most World Series titles go to the Cardinals. Marlins, fuck them. Oh, the A's need fans, too. Well, as long as they're in Oakland. What the fuck? Hangtown Jen says, as a second choice, I would say the Boston Red Sox. You're a Yankees fan. That should be the last team you tell anybody to ever root for or the Mets. Stay away from the Mets. Uh, which makes the rivalry even better when you are in conflict about who you're rooting for, the team with cuter outfits than the Yankees or the Yankees. We guys, we don't really worry too much about the outfits. Uh, plus, the Yankees have the shave rules, which I like. I hate bearded guys. Yeah, short hair. Okay. If you become a Yankees fan, it's admission of liking George Costanza and George Steinbrenner. The Orioles need fans, but they are in a hell of a hole in Baltimore. That's San Francisco of Maryland. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, your best bet. Stay in the NL Central between. <laughs> just, just take either the Cubs or the Cardinals. I, that's safe. That is safe. You're a novice. You're just getting into it. Look, 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 look. I say the Cardinals just because, A, it was my dad's team. And, B, they're some of the best fans. Like, you want to know where great baseball fans are? Go to St. Louis. Amazing baseball fans. They they truly are. I got to give them credit. Even though my, my, my family are among some of them, I don't count my family in there. I count the regular people. Well, what, uh, let's see. Hang down, Chin says, what about the A's? I think they're a great ball team. Get into and close for now. <laughs> so you can either see a Major League Baseball team, okay? Timmy, you like beer? Become a Brewers fan. Hate yourself? Become a Rockies or a D-backs fan. Diamondbacks are safe. No. The Diamondbacks are, oh, that's such a disappointment. Their, their whole uh, That whole franchise, no. No, I, 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 I can't go Diamondbacks. I just, I, I've hated that they had teal in their outfits. This is why I can't go Marlins either, because the Marlins had some teal in there. Any sports team that has teal, I, no, you can't do it. You, you just can't do it. Or Seattle, they have an incredible stadium, and their fans pretty damn nice. 
seen them. Uh, Seattle Stadium's okay. They used to have really great hot dogs in Seattle. I don't tell anybody. Uh, am I late? First, uh, Dave Co. Dave Co. You are our first. If the show started twenty five minutes late, but you're not. So uh, there you go. Welcome to the show, Dave Co. How you doing, buddy? How are How are Mrs. Dave Co.'s cookies this weekend? By the way, you guys got to contact Dave Co. Got to get some of them cookies. Them cookies is good. Them cookies is good as a motherfucker. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Let's see. Oh, I love this. I love that this fucking thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, let's just do this. Do that. All right. Time for a movie review. Um, Indians are great, but they are getting PC. I, yeah, any team that get gets rid of Chief Wahoo, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Massing Bumgarner was going to help turn around the D-bags. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, all right, here we go. I saw a movie this weekend. Now, I, I'm very, very, very confused. I, and, and I'm confused to the point where I don't want help. But that's fine. The movie Army of the Dead premiered on Netflix this weekend. By the way, it was in movie theaters also. This is the first time I've seen this happen. It was out in movie theaters last week. Army of the Dead. Now, we have not started the show either, by the way. Oh, wait wait till we start the show. Oh, man. This show is chocked full of shit, but we have not started yet. I saw that it was coming out. I, I saw the title, and I was like, wait a second. That is that the same movie? It is the same movie. So if last week you wasted your time and money on this fucking movie in the theaters and you have Netflix... Fuck, I feel bad for you. So, as you know, I am not, and I never have been. I kind of knew what this movie was about, but I was still halfway interested, and I don't know why. I'm not a fan of zombie shit. I don't like the zombies. I don't like dragons. I'm not saying they suck. It's just not for me. Well, I enjoy Mrs. Dave Coe's cookies as much as I like Dave Coe's cornhole at the 24. Um, the cookies are fantastic. Dave, Dave Coe's cornhole was fantastic, but the cookies are amazing. Those cookies must have heroin in them because people line up. <laughs> These Mrs. Dave Coe is killing it good. I'm glad to have that. If you have both, I could see being a wasted money unless you really want the big cinema experience. I don't have Netflix, so I plan on seeing it in the theater in the coming weeks. Okay. By the way, Dave Co., where can people find Mrs. Dave Co.'s cookies? Uh, so I, I'm not a big fan of zombie movies. And I'm really not a big fan of Dave Batista, but I, I, I'm trying to give him a chance. So I watched this movie. Now, the first rule is, if you have a zombie killing movie, you can't make it two and a half fucking hours long. God damn, that thing was a saga. Lots of action, lots of zombie kills in it, all that kind of good stuff. I'm not going to, 
I don't expect. I guess they're leaving it open for part two. That's all I got to say. Uh, all in all. Mm-hmm. It's a Zack Snyder movie there all along. <laughs> but two and a half fucking hours for this? Fuck Zack Snyder. I mean, every once in a while I was looking at it, I was I watched it on Netflix. And, and, and Ogre, you are 100% right. Sometimes people do. And that's why I'm, I'm trying to do my best for not ruining this. I will say this. Netflix, to me, is the perfect place to have this. That's my review. I will say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing come out that I want to see till June. I think the hitman's bodyguard, the 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 bodyguard's hitman wife, or whatever the fuck. What the hell is that shit called? All right, let's see. Let, let let's see what I got coming out. All right, on demand. My movies in theater coming soon. Tuesday, June first. Uh, nothing. Friday, June 4th. Okay, that's this week. I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, hero mode under the stadium lights. Looks like Lawrence Fishburne's a football coach. There's a cricket movie that comes out this week. Yes. Not a movie about crickets, but the game cricket. Oh, but, but the next Friday, we got to go domino battle. Battle of the Bones. Yes, it's a movie about men playing dominoes. Now, I will say this. If you've never been around an African-American group of men playing dominoes, oh, let me just tell you, it is phenomenal. Oh, man, the shit talking that goes on in there and the rhymes and they steal on each other. I'm still not going to see that movie, though. Um, okay, so that's, uh, so it, whoa, Jesus. God damn, how many movies come out that damn day? Fucking Christ. Wednesday, June 16th, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. That's the movie I'm looking for. That's probably the next movie I'll see. If I don't go see the Domino's movie. (laughs) It's called Bones. Well, the movie's called Domino, Battle of the Bones. Thanks again for asking. Follow at cookies uh, underscore on underscore tap on Instagram. She posts events on there. Uh, or you can DM her for supplying cookies for special events, weddings, etc. Okay. I got some catching up to do since they finally opened theaters here. Uh, I know you didn't like The Wrath of Man, but I got to see it. Oh, yeah, you got to see it. Alongside Mortal Kombat and Army of the Dead. I've been deprived so much for a year and changed that even uh, they kind of suck. I don't care. It's Yeah. Oh, look, Ogre, that's why I was so excited to see Bill and Ted and that awful Shia LaBeouf movie. I get it. I totally get it. Snoop Dogg is actually in it. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if Ice Cube is, but I know that Snoop Dogg is in Domino, colon, Battle of the Bones. Movie about dominoes makes more sense than what I was thinking. ESPN coverage of the World Domino League. Oh, no, no. If ESPN did it, they would have to just do it in the hood. That shit would be watchable. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right this second. 
that would beat Cornhole's ass in ratings. If you had a table full of brothers on there and they were playing Bones, shit. I didn't know of this phenomenon until my, my, my summer job at Dr. Pepper and I worked in the, I, I worked with the maintenance guys and we were tearing down uh, a warehouse. Every day at lunch, man, it's four black guys. They're super nice, some of the nicest people I've ever worked with. They, everybody at Dr. Pepper. But these guys, they, they took me under their wing. But I couldn't play dominoes with them because their table was set. I didn't want to play dominoes with them because I, I wouldn't have been fast enough, and then they would have talked so much shit, I might have said something I regretted. Just saying. But it was fucking awesome to watch. We had some dominoes. <laughs> Dominologist here at the bus yard. Things got intense playing dominoes. <laughs> Snoop, then it should be called Dizonimos. Yes, at, at the, at, I will say this, once the table did get broken at Dr. Pepper, I had nothing to do with it. But when a brother brings home like the double sixes, oh, he's pounding that shit, biatch. <laughs> Uh, yes, so uh, uh, this movie, uh, look, go see it. I, I mean, check, if you're a fan of zombies, you might like this shit. I, I'm just not a fan of zombies. I, it, it, it just it, not for me. But, hey, like I said, like I said, it ain't about me. It ain't about me. All right, one more story before I start the show. I believe we got to thank my man Andrew for this one because he sent this to me this weekend. Oh, dear Lord. Here you go. This is the way to start off a work week right here. I got to tell you. Oh, man. Just just, just hearing this, get that ad out of here. Yeah, I want to click for sound. Come on now. Give it to me. No, no, no. I, 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 I don't want that. No. Uh-uh. How about... Can, can we get off this ad now? Because I want to see the fucking story. Oh, there it is. The story uh, happened in Russia over the weekend. And I don't know why this is not working. Here we go. I have the video. Here we go. I, I, I don't want to. God damn it. Play the fucking video. Oh, come on. I got a fucking Racha video, and, and there's no goddamn video to go along with it. It's a fucking ad. Play. Really. Great fucking story. Great fucking story. Never mind. I, fuck that shit. Lion attacked a fucking trainer. God damn it. Hate when that shit, they fucking fake you out like that. God damn it. I watched the video the other day. The video played the other day. Now it's not playing. What the shit? Try it again. Video loading. Video loading. And of course, no, I, I get the video game thing instead. There you go. All right. Well, fuck that story. Morning surprise. I, no, I just, I hate this shit. 
Fucking shit works one day, and then the next day it's not fucking working. I'm tired. I, I'm tired of fucking being. It seems like the ass family are the only people that do their fucking jobs, and we're even talking about. We're even talking about fucking computer shit now. I'm tired of people not doing their fucking job. Oh, it pisses me off, especially when I was so excited about that. It's deleted now. If you guys find it, great. Awesome. Uh, all right, let, let, let's talk about this story that's breaking, like, pretty much as we speak. Isn't this odd? By the way, we're starting the show now. A little, little angry Arnie here starting the show. The United States has learned that several Wuhan lab researchers somehow got sick before the COVID-19 outbreak. Hmm. And the Wuhan Institute of Virology really didn't say much about that. Well, maybe maybe they went to the same weird wet market together and all ate the same bat that flew in from the hills that was infected. That's how we got it, remember? Uh, let me just say... Come on now. Seriously. This is this has got to be the worst fucking secret known to mankind. I've said it. I I I think I started saying it back in March of last year, or not March, April. Uh, you Wuhan don't say. No, no, no. It was the American military at one point. I'm surprised I haven't seen that yet. But that, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of seeing this. Oh, and the next story is even better. Oh, just, just wait until I, I hit you with what is after that. This, this is going to be like, this is where you see where I'm upset. This is why I say why I get mad when people don't do their jobs. Doing your job is also telling the truth. So we, we've learned that several researchers in this lab came down with some kind of weird, I don't know, respiratory illness. That was a legit claim last year. I never heard that one. I, I believe you. I'm not calling you a liar just because I didn't hear it. I just never heard it. So now, you remember, you remember when, let, let's just go back a few weeks, shall we? We don't have to go back very far. We had big wigs from the World Health Organization fly to China, be quarantined for two weeks to where maybe they were paid off. I don't know. But then they got to view the lab. And you remember what they said at first? You remember what they, they, they said at first was, oh, no, nothing came out of here. No, no, this place is fine. There's no virus that came out of here. And we all sat there and we said, oh, okay, yeah, nothing came out of there. Okay, yeah, I don't believe that shit at all. Then when the workers got home, they're like, well, you know, maybe they didn't really show us everything. But, you know, it didn't start there. It started from a bat somewhere in the hills of China. And then they started questioning even more, saying, well, maybe we weren't really shown all. Well, guess who's raised his ugly fucking head in this? Dr. Anthony Bucky. I'm sorry, Fauci. 
and he has come out and said this right here. It said this this weekend. Are you re- are you guys ready for this? Doctor Fauci says he is not n o t convinced COVID nineteen developed naturally, and called for an open investigation into the virus's organs. Now wait, slow down, you motherfucker. You came out after the World Health Organization and said that lab was a reputable lab. You've stood up for them. You crumb bum son of a bitch. And now you're coming out to say, well, there's a lot of, quote, there's a lot of cloudiness around the origins. You fucking dick, just tell us the fucking truth. Didn't they say it was one of the cleanest places they had seen? I don't remember exactly what they said, but they said it didn't start there. And then two weeks later, they're like, oh, yeah. I fucking hate him. Alicia, so do I. And I like how you're talking like a black girl because I hate him. It was only reputable because they were paying him. They stopped those checks, and he's finally speaking out. You can't you can't believe him then on that either. Is it bad? Is it maybe he's saying that to where the checks start rolling in again? He knows there's nothing bad about it. I hate him. I I, I can say it. I hate with all my heart. And you know the one thing Dad and Dan and I, or I'm sorry, Buck and I didn't get into. He's about rage, and I'm about hate. This is why hate is so good for your heart. You want to know why I didn't get COVID? Because I hated Dr. Fauci too much. My hate fought it away. Hate is a natural blocker. Oh, my God. This is... uh, I don't know what I'm more upset at, honestly. I don't know if I'm more upset at being lied to Or being treated like I, I, I'm a five-year-old with no brain. Honestly. That's the way they're treating us, the American people. Do they not think that we, this is where we got to start all asking questions. And, and I truly mean this, ass family. We need to start doing this. We have to. We have to start calling people on their shit. And I'm not talking about small shit. I'm talking about big shit like this. Nobody called out Joe Biden at all when he said, I promise you, the president has a big stick. Whoa, oh my God. When Joe Biden came out and said that he didn't have the vaccine, with Anderson Cooper, when, when, for, for when he took office, there was no vaccine. And I know I keep referencing that, but that's what he said. I mean, this isn't like the media of four years ago, like, 
you know, when Donald Trump came out and said there are good people on both sides. And I'm not talking about the radical racists. They all left that part out. See, I, I, I'm not leaving anything out. Joe Biden didn't said that, and, and Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper, who had the audacity to go after Ted Cruz this weekend. Now, look, I'm no Ted Cruz fan, but you know what, Anderson Cooper? You need to shut the fuck up. You and your, you're a dad now because your little boy toy, Andy Cohen, had a kid, so you decided that you wanted one. Nice, because kids are like purses. They're accessories. Shut up, Anderson. Uh, I thought it, I thought the lab was suspicious when they talked to the scientists working there. Doctors, holy fuck, <laughs> Mia Chu and Wong Di, Wong Di Deal. Uh, Harrison says, I love Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz just creeps me out. Look, Ted Cruz, <laughs> this is what Ted Cruz should have done. The optics were bad. There was no winning those optics. The only way to make the optics look even worse is what he did. And the optics were when Texas had its massive freeze. Motherfucker hopped on a plane and went to Mexico. I ain't got no problem with that. Hey, they're on break. What's he supposed to do? What is he going to do? He can't turn the power grid on. Said he came down with his daughters, so he kind of threw the daughters a little under the bus, whatever. And then he came back, and he was handing out waters and, and cutting up brisket. But come on. That was that was a terrible optic. If I'm Ted Cruz, I fucking, I, I show up at that resort in a fucking banana hammock. Maybe on the wiener part it says vote for Cruz. I don't know. Fuck, I've earned this vacation. Tim says, good morning, ass family. What's up, bud? He also told reporters to leave because he wasn't going to wear a mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the best. He goes, we've all been inoculated up here. There's no reason for us to wear a mask, dickhead. Get out of here. Fuck yeah. Ted Cruz is all right sometimes. Ted Cruz needs to join Rand Paul in their evisceration of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Nobody fucking puts Fauci down like Rand Paul. Rand Paul just fucking owns his ass. Need to get Ted Cruz in there on that. I'm tired of the whole COVID thing. I'm tired. I can't wait. Dan and I talked a little bit about this on Friday, but not really anything too serious. The whole COVID thing, I've told you for the get-go. This is our generation's JFK. And I really, I, I truly do believe that because if the truth comes out, and let's say it was an attack by China, that's an act of war. We're going to have to do something about it. What are we going to do about it? Well, not much with with the pussy and the asshole in the office. The pussy is Joe, the asshole is Kamala.
Richard says, I wanted Rand in 16. There's something about Rand Paul that he makes him not countrywide electable. There's something about him that it, it makes him a perfect senator. Because he, he does have a holier-than-now feel about things. He kind of looks down on people. I know that, that Trump did that too, but Trump had kind of... Rand Paul is just on all the time, it seems like. This shit just wants me to lawn dart and fuck Fauci in his head. Uh, amen. How is this guy still employed by the United States government? The first thing I would do, it, it, when it, if I'm Donald Trump and I get reelected... The first thing I'm doing is firing Fauci on national television. And, Ogre, you're 100% right. 100%. Rand Paul is a crumudgeny partisan prick who's no better than his far-left counterpart. Amen to that. That's why he will never become president. He won't. He's too crumudgeny. That's a great word for it. But he's in the right spot. He's in the United States Senate. He's pretty fucking powerful there. Perfect place for him. So there you go. There's your updates on the old Wuhan virus. I'm sorry, that was racist of me. I forgot. The 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 China flu. Oh, that's right. That's racist. We can't say that. He has some good economic points, but he's a blatant game player who only appeals to a tiny demographic and acts like he's a uh, petulant. Yes, he does. That's why the neighbor kicked the shit out of him. His neighbor whooped his ass. Now, we were just talking about optics. Now, this is very strange. Every optic that's happening here is very, very strange. And I'm not understanding it. Once again, um, the second part I get, but the first part, Kamala Harris held a bilateral meeting with foreign leaders, well, well, with the leader of South Korea this weekend at the White House. No Joe was there, though. Isn't that kind of interesting? that the vice president met with South Korean president Moon Jae-in? Hmm. Don't you think, like, they, like they, especially over in the Korea area, you know, there's a lot of uh, Kung flu. That's another good one, yes. <laughs> we call it Kung flu and go, Hiya! Kapoya, Kapoya! Hold on a second. Got to get my uh, clogged up a bit. <laughs> oh, there we go. There it is. Now I can breathe. By the way, sorry, Hangtown Jim. I know you hate that, but I had to do it. So Kamala Harris this weekend, she met with this fella, right? Um... She also took a call with Jordanian King Abdullah the Butcher. No, no, it's just King Abdullah the Second. On thirty Thursday to address Israeli-Pakistani ceasefire in Gaza, which, by the way, Joe Biden is taking credit for, and he had nothing to do with it. Um, 
But the bad optics this weekend happened. Oh, boy. Oh, I've got video of it. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, oh, goddamn. Oh, I just saw the video for the first time. This is awful. This is awful. Kamala Harris goes to shake the hands of the leader of South Korea, President Moon. She shakes the hand, and then she wipes it off. (laughs) Boy, that's some bad optics there. Woo! Does he? He puts his hand down to his side. He doesn't wipe it off like she's doing. Oh, that's fantastic. That is so fantastic. Someone wrote, uh, this is not this is the USVP. Not only disrespectful, but it would be racist if this was a Republican. Double standards on full display. Once again, the double standards that are making America awesome. Because whoever wrote that is a trillion percent what right. Can you imagine? Please let this happen. Please! Oh my God! Oh, I this next story just oh this 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 flows into it just so perfectly here. Please let it happen. Joe Biden is planning on meeting with George Floyd's family on the anniversary of his murder. If you have to talk to sexist, probably racist world leaders, why not send Montel Williams' side chick? Makes perfect sense. I hope he had a booger on his hand when he shaked hers. Now, her publicist will say Kamala was the victim of the Korean president's sexist microaggression. She was just defending herself. By the way, a question that will not be answered or asked, by the way, by Jen Psaki. Can you imagine? Let's just imagine Joe Biden goes to meet with the Floyds and wipes his hand on his on his pants. That's not gonna be good. That's not gonna be good at all. It's not gonna be good, but nobody's gonna say anything. Now if it was Orange Man that did that, this would be the end of the world. We would probably be going to war with South Korea today. Thanks to the media. I, I'm not kidding. Come on. Let, let, let's just be honest here. If Trump were to do that, or even Mike Pence were to do that, Mike Pence, it wouldn't be so bad because he's just so weird. They should spin this uh, like he was checking her pockets to make sure he didn't try to rob her. Uh, either that or she was telling him via gesture that she's packing heat in her sexy pantsuit. It looks like she's calling for a bunt. She's doing her little signals over there as a third base coach. I don't understand. Like, like, Hear me out on this one. And I don't want to sound mean. And I don't want to sound racist or anything. If it happens, well, so be it. Then I lucked out. I'm kidding. What's the point? And, and honestly, somebody please tell me. Here, I, I got Jeopardy, Jeopardy music ready. What's the point of of the president meeting with the Floyd family on the anniversary? What? What? Why? Why is that? 
pandering. Okay. Um, pandering, race baiting, Matt Hatter says, photo op, pandering to his constituents, that's Harrison. You know nobody in his camp probably thinks this is a good idea, right? Nobody in his camp could think this is a good idea. Because what does Joe do? Joe shits the bed. Come on, man. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I promise you. The president has a big stick. Stand up. I, I, I don't even know where stand up is. Stand up anywhere. I got to put all the Joe Bidens together. Stand up for him. Oh, for Christ's sake, you can't stand. Well, we'll stand up for you. All right. I don't have it. Joe Biden. Oh, 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 God. Dude, Joe probably asked Floyd's family if they knew Corn Pop or ever met Prince. I, dear God, please, please, please. Since I can't get the official, official, official confirmation that Joe Biden's dog bit black people, because how great, that would be so awesome. I mean, I want that to be true. Please, God, let the camera roll the entire time. You know he uses the N-word a lot. No, I like, here's the thing. I want the camera rolling the entire time because he's going to do something. He is going to say something like, man, this family, I haven't been touched like this <laughs> since since I remember. You know what? I would love to see this. This would be the best. This truly would be. I got to find it right. Oh, my God. This would be. Oh, come on. Where the hell? Oh, that, I know where it is. I know. No, it's not on there. Oh, hold on a second. This is going to be so good if I can find the damn day. I just, I, I I know it's on here. I played it last week. Oh, there it is. If Joe is talking to the press. I remember my friend James Evans Sr. Working hard to provide for his lovely wife, Florida. And their three children, Michael, Thelma and James Jr. Oh, you want to talk about a family that had good times. That family had good times. Until I was called with the tragic news that James had passed away. Damn, damn, damn! Is what I said. I called his lovely wife, Florida, who looked a lot like actress Esther Roll. And I said, Florida... We can get through this together. We can do this. Why? Because we're Americans. Please, please, Joe, please. Please just revert to old black sitcoms. Please. Uh, I knew a couple of gentlemen out on the West Coast, Fred and Lamont Sanford, building an empire there. They started a junkyard and then built a hotel. That is American ingenuity. (laughs) 
Uh, but one of my favorite people that I hung out with early in life was my dear friend, George Jefferson. His wife, Louise, knew that someday they would make it to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Hi, hi. Please, Joe. Please, whatever gods are out there, please let Joe slip. <laughs> Talk about an episode of what's happening. <laughs> Where where where's rerun? <laughs> After meeting them, he can tell the press how they are just as smart and talented as white families. <laughs> God damn it! Oh man! Oh, you know what? It, it, since I know everybody listens to this show, there was something on Saturday Night Live this week sucked. Except for they, they do one thing every year that was fucking, Willis was a bad dude. The Gooch. The Gooch was a bad dude. Uh, they do this thing every year where Colin Jost and Michael Che will read cue cards blindly, and Michael Che makes them overtly racist, and, and Colin Jost has to say all the words, and that's pretty funny. See, that that's when Saturday Night Live is good because they're pushing that envelope yet again. This week was a lame fucking episode. Some gal from some dragon type or some queen queen's gambit, I believe she was the star of that. Little Nas's wiener came out on stage. That's that's the gooch, Mister President. The gooch was a bad dude. <laughs> Old Joe's gonna be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, I was hanging out this one time with my friend Mushmouth. I mean, look, look, he told Charlemagne the God, the radio host, if you if you don't vote for me, you're not black. And we let him get away with that. He said you are not black. We crucified a man that said there are good people on both sides. Joe Biden comes out on national television and says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. That's fucking racist as shit. And the man won. Air quotes were being flown up there. I remember that episode. Joe would be like, I was hanging out with the Doobie Brothers and my good friend Rerun tried to record the whole show. Boy, that was such a bad band to be on What's Happening. What's Happening is about four black youth and their mama. And then you get the Doobie Brothers up there. You think that Raj, Dwayne, Rerun, Mama, and that ugly sister, I can't think of the sister's name. Somebody needs to tell me the sister's name because it, it, it's going to bug me. It's going to bug me. I, I got to look it up until somebody tells me. Ah, come on. D. Thank you, Ogre. The ugly sister, D. I can't imagine them sitting around the old home front jamming out to the Doobie Brothers. 
Yes, the man who supported busing and didn't want his kids' schools turned into, quote, racial jungles. Or as he referred to black men dealing crack, super predators. But he is now down. Man, what's happening? They're going to be listening to Cool in the Gang. They're going to be listening to the Gap Band. Why didn't you just bring out Hank Williams Jr.? Rerun could dance to his songs. God. Um, by the way, there, there was a little back and forth this weekend between Joe Biden and the, the squad, you know, the woke squad. The group that's got that terrorist cunt in there. And I said it again. And AOC. You know, them, them bitches. Joe Biden came out and said, my party still stands with Israel. Because the, these four fucking stupid broads. They, they want to pretty much flip off our biggest ally. Our most trusted ally out there. Stupid asses. Good for you, Joe, to say that. But now you, you've lost them. But I don't care. I don't care. I, I think it's all great. I think it's fantastic. Let the Democrats eat themselves just like the Republicans will do. Because they all do it. They all get all this power, and then they just fucking shit it all away. They could really do some good things for America. I, 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 I believe, in, in their eyes, they could do some good things. And if they were to work with Republicans, and by the way, if Republicans in turn were to ever work with Democrats, we could get some shit done in this country. The problem is all these people, everybody that you see up there, and, and, and there's some cool stories about people running for office, and you're like, man, it's not going to be allowed to happen. Swamp is too deep. Everybody wants to talk about draining the swamp. Drain the swamp, drain the swamp. The swamp is too deep. And there's twists and turns all over that swamp. You don't know where you're going if you've never been there. These people are going to protect each other like there's no tomorrow. How do I know that? Let, 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 let me just read this now. Here you go. Here, here's a perfect way. How does this make any sense whatsoever? Are you ready for this? This makes zero sense. Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders, calls Hamas a terrorist group. Good, because that's what they are. But in the same sentence, says the Israel government has overt racists. Sanders said the U.S. shouldn't be supplying weapons to kill children in Gaza. We're not supplying them. We sold them to them. Sure, that's a part of supplying. We didn't hand them over. They gave us millions upon millions of dollars. I met a group of black boys on the south side of Chicago this weekend. One of the boys named Mushmouth had some inspirational words. I wish I could repeat them. So you have a guy saying, yeah, Hamas is a bad terrorist group. And what do we do about terrorists in this country? 
That's right. We kill terrorists. That's our job is to kill terrorists. But Israel, our ally, the government, has overt racists. Huh? So who's the bad guy? Who is the fucking bad guy? This is what Democrats do. He has taken a stand without taking any sort of stand. By the way, this will be allowed to sit. Because people aren't, the journalists, they don't have any integrity. Because my hand would go up in the air. So who are you supporting there, Senator? Are you supporting our ally in Israel? Or do you support Hamas? Sanders looks like he owes money to Israel. (laughs) Our leader gave me a drink, and the next thing I know, (laughs) we're feeling more than just my leg hair. I mean, honestly, that, that, that right there, that's political speech. He talked in a circle, and it didn't go anywhere. Bernie gets an allowance from Saudi Arabia. They're pretty fucking racist. Bernie gets every senator, all of them. Everybody in Congress is a paid consultant to Saudi Arabia. Look it up. By the way, why wasn't Saudi Arabia wiped off the fucking map after 9-11? All 19 terrorists on board of those flights? All Saudi Arabia. All trained in Saudi Arabia. I have not said the word Iraq or Afghanistan yet because everything happened in Saudi Arabia. What Palestine needs is a strong leader who understands urban violence and dealing with cultural issues. Someone who gets things done and not afraid of confronting racism and policing issues. I give you, Mayor Lori, don't call me Gollum Lightfoot. Jesus, if she was the leader of, I don't know, though. If she was the leader of Palestine, there wouldn't be a conflict anymore because I think the Israelis would win no problem. Because, you see, she just lays down for violence to happen everywhere. So, 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 So do you support the terrorist group, which is funded by the Palestinian government, And they're pretty open about that. Who, by the way, started all this by firing rockets into residential houses. Not government buildings. Not not churches or anything like that, but people's homes. For anyone to come out and say, oh, well, Israel went to, fuck you. No. Uh Uh-uh. Imagine that you're just you're just sleeping in your whatever war torn bed in Israel as it is, and all of a sudden a neighbor's house gets hit by a rocket. Well, I'm gonna want to kill somebody. Imagine if that happened in America. Imagine what? Would, let's say some damn cartel guys got some rockets, 
and shot them at the state of Texas. I'm just going to tell you right now, it's over, Mexico. Bye. We can get your flag off and fucking... (laughs) It's over. I'm just telling you. See, Lori Lightfoot would uh, be their Trojan horse. Israel would be laughing so hard they'd ignore all the terrorists sneaking in and blowing things up. Yeah. Uh, Christopher says, so what you're saying is after 9-11, with the hijackers being from Saudi Arabia, we should attack Iraq. Got it. Exactly. And then go to Afghanistan. I have thought this for the past 20 years. Remember, this this September will be 20 years to the day that 9-11 happened. I, I don't know what date that falls on, but I'll, I'll get back to you for it. Uh, 20 years. I remember it like it was yesterday. And it makes me shake my head how many brave men and women who served this country didn't fight the real enemy. Do I think the world is a better place without Saddam Hussein? Yes. Yes, I do. Do I think the world is a much better place without Osama bin Laden? Absolutely, positively. And I'm glad that they, those two people were dealt with the way they were. But I think there's a lot of alive people in Saudi Arabia right now that still laugh, that might have a party on... what. The, Whatever this year is the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. So if I can figure out the date, then that's the day they'll have a party. At least Iraq got a water park out of the deal. I remember I made that prediction. Out of nowhere, I said Iraq's gonna get a water park. Later that year, Iraq got a water park. Why? Because America has water parks, and uh, water parks are fucking awesome. That's why. Oh, I, I guess so. You know what, Hangtown? I guess you're right. I guess 9-11 is on 9-11. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hooked you in on that one. I reeled you into the boat, and you're in my cooler now since I had to explain it to you. See, that was the funny part, was me not knowing what the actual date of 9-11 was. I just know it's the 20th anniversary. You see, that's what I was doing there. I was doing a little, little shuffling. Um, so no party, no. For all you petroleum lovers, chew on this. If we got off using petroleum for vehicles and commerce and used alternative energy, those uh, petro dictatorships that sponsor terrorism would shrivel up into insignificance like they used to be. Very true. Well, let's talk about that, shall we? Let's just, let's talk about that. Saudi Arabia and those countries over there, they didn't come into prominence until about the 30s or 40s when they found oil over there. So it's kind of new for them still. I mean, almost 100 years since their boom. problem is is that, Ogre, in in some ways I'll I'll agree with you. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. Let's say that America does. 
and and I'm not blaming. I think we all get on this. Let, let's say that we we get rid of petroleum. That ain't gonna happen. But okay, we'll get rid of it. The rest of the world isn't. You think all those cars that are down in Cuba, all those '50s cars, '50s era cars, and that's what they're known for. They don't run on clean engines. What about the thousands and thousands of cars that are in fields now that have batteries that we can't bury because the batteries are too toxic for the ground? And to replace the battery in one of those cars is more expensive than the car. We can do it. We can, and, and I would say as, as soon as we stop using the petroleum from, from those bad countries, we can use our own, and we have more than they have. We just can't drill in America because we have too many people that are worried about the environmental aspect of it. So let's do this. Let's put these gigantic borders around us. Because if we're going to get off petroleum, ain't nobody else going to get off petroleum. Uh, if you export more alternative energies to the rest of the world, they'll realize they don't have to rely on petroleum as well and can stand on their own. No more slaving to the Middle East. First thing we got to do is get rid of OPEC. I'm all for this. How about we start selling our oil to the rest of the world? How about we don't keep people held as, as puppets or terrorists like OPEC and the Middle East do? The blunt force tactic has not worked. Hey, man, I, I understand that, that you want to make the, the leave the world a better place and, and getting rid of these fossil fuels and things could help do that. I agree, it could. But the problem is, is that all these other countries, countries like China, China ain't going to switch over to electric cars anytime soon because we're doing it. I mean, it, this is this all goes in that, and 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 I get it. I get it. We like to think that we're America, and what we do matters to everybody, and it does, for the most part. When 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 Buck was on the show the other day, he's talking about that big ass fucking island that's not out in the in, out in the Pacific with all that plastic and all that trash. He didn't believe me. It is true. The United States is responsible for one ten-thousandth of that. If there's 100,000 pieces of trash there, for example, 10 of them are ours. Or 100 are ours then, right? If there's 100,000 pieces of trash, no, 10. But we're the ones that have to do it. We're the ones who have to give up straws. We have to give all this shit up because cities say, well, you got to shut this down, you got to shut this down, you got to shut this down. So it's just good to know then that we are no longer responsible for any part of that plastic island that's still going to be growing thanks to other countries around here. Saudi Arabia shrivels up, then our congresspeople consulting for them and bending over backwards starts drying up. And believe it or not, China quickly 
heading towards lending the, uh, leading the world renewable energy, even with their levels of pollution per capita. They're lower than the U.S., and they know it and are exploiting it. Meanwhile, back in the USA, we're denying it and being childish and resistant. Threatens the standing of democracy when a dictatorship like China can look forward, uh, look more appealing than us. Well, hey, I'll agree with what you say, but if it looks more appealing, see ya. You have free will. Go. China has never looked appealing to me. Ever. There is no part of China that is appealing to me. And they can be leading in, in renewable energy, but with their levels of popula- uh, pollution per capita, they're lower than the U.S. I, we, can, we can throw per capita around and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that if, if, if China became the superpower and they knew it and they started stepping on people like us, they aren't going to be worried about renewable energy then. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want. And I'm telling you right now, if they were to be in true power, they still didn't worry about us. And we aren't a big worry to them. China wants to take over the world. They're communists. That's what communists do. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo, Monday. Okay, not appealing to me. I mean the rest of the world. Look at their Belt and their Road Initiative to essentially buy out Africa. The more China's in the world and leave, less Americas. We're absolutely fucking ourselves into extinction. Well, I I don't even know where to go because I'll say this right now: it won't happen in my lifetime. And I know I'm going to sound horrible for this because I know a lot of y'all have kids and you guys are looking forward to it. You know, you can raise your kids to, to, to fight off all this kind of stuff, but there are enough people in this country that, Ogre, I, I imagine your kids are probably already fucking ready to live on their own. On it. I'm not trying to be a dick here. But once again, we got we to gotta remember, yeah, go to your kid's class. I want you to look at the kids in your kid's class and realize that about eight of those kids are going to be fucking worthless at least worthless human beings living at home until they're 55. That's the next generation. If they want to fix it, they got to fix it. We can't fix it for them. There's only one thing we can do, and that'd be bomb the shit out of China. (laughs) God love you, Christopher. China is looting in two things, jack and shit, and jack just left town. Look, I... I can't disagree with Ogre and his numbers. I can't. I think I've gotten to a point where it's just like, it, it's kind of sad I've gotten to this point because I know that I have more days behind me than in front of me. And I've gotten to a point where, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, the way we've raised these little pussies, we're about 15, 20 years away from the Chinese Red Dawn. Let's see, I'll be, let's see, 20 years, 70? I, I don't think I'll be here. I mean, I, I'm only about five and a half years away from state-run nursing home, which was the dream. Truly was the dream for a long time. 
All right. So there you go. So so we read the story now about Bernie Sanders. Fucking idiot. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Let's see this. Let's do that guy. Oh, those are going to have spent some time on. Uh, but oh yeah. Bosh. Okay. Wow. That should have gone with the Wuhan story, but that's okay. By the way, we did, Dan and I did an entire show with no break the other day. Nice Army of Darkness reference, though. What, what did they say? Like the British Empire, the uh, thought of the USA. Look what happened to their empire. It's totally gone because they thought, like, what do you think now? That's not a bad call. That's not a bad call at all. Uh, let's see. Did, did I get everything here? Let's see. No, 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 no. No, that's next break. Bernie Sanders, I got on. I mean Buck. Yeah, yes, I mean Buck. Um, all right, here we go. Let's let's do this one right here. Netflix CEO donates three million dollars to defend Gavin Newsom against recall. <laughs> I don't know why. This is my thing here. I think people should be able to support whoever they want to. Even candidates who I hate. I, and I truly do hate Gavin Newsom. I, I hate Gavin Newsom for what he's done to California. He, he has made a really, really awful place. And everybody, look, if you want to support him, you go right ahead. You want to financially support him, do it. I don't know why popular people go and do this. People like, remember when Bill Maher donated a million dollars to Barack Obama? Didn't really need to. Barack Obama was going to win. We all kind of knew that the second time. And you see all these stories about people, and all it does is upset people. Like, oh, well, I'm never going to watch Netflix again. Really? Really, you're never going to watch Netflix again? Because it, And by the way, by the way, do you have to agree with everything that the president of Netflix or the CEO of Netflix does? I don't. I don't like when they do stories like this. I don't like when they out people like this. That's your vote. I don't want I don't want people to out me on my vote. I'll do that if I'm going to do that. You want to donate money to Gavin Newsom? You're look, it'd be like throwing hundred dollar bills into a fucking raging fire. But you got every right. And these people that hold grudges against you for it, they you know what? Bye. Go to Hulu. I dare you. Uh, I'm with Yogurt, but China doesn't lead the way in anything. They're just copying their way to the top, hence the same Ramy joke. Uh, just about every economist would disagree with you, but case of Ross I'll say it. If you support Gavin Newsom, you're a piece of shit. As bad as our New Mexico governor is, I'm so glad Newsom is from California. I've been saying this for years, that the CCP is the second coming of Nazi Germany, and I mean it in every way. Oh, well, sure. Look, look, you, you've been saying it for years. 
I believe uh, George Patton was the first one to say it. You got you got to watch his movie with George C. Scott. It's a fantastic film, and a lot of it is historically correct, including at the end of World War II. Patton knew it was over. They didn't ship him off to the Pacific because they they knew that his role was done over in Europe. He said, we got to watch out for the Soviets. He knew what the Soviets were doing way back in the 40s. He saw the writing on the wall. By the way, this writing that's been on the wall all these times, let's look at this. Just take a glance. Start from World War II. The writing on the wall that, that, that communism is still going to grow and still going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because it's something we haven't addressed yet. So we addressed that then in Korea. And the Chinese got involved to where it was the United States Army taking on China. President Truman that knew that there was no way he could win that war without Dropping more bombs. And he felt bad after doing that in World War II. And what happened? We walked away from that war, and it left us with North Korea, a shit pile that we're dealing with today. And yes, in the 80s, Ronald Reagan economically brought down communism, but guess what? It never really went anywhere. Why? Because we didn't beat the shit out of them. It's still dealing with today. When we fought communism, the only way we could fight it was to uh, hand over guns and bullets and things like that to Afghanis in 1980 when they were fighting for their freedom against Russia and won somehow. And then what they do? That's right. The leader of most of those groups was a guy named Osama bin Laden. And he decided to lead plots in against America and America's troops. So the U.S. really has never gotten out of a war, it seems like, or anything like that, doing enough. Seems like we get out of these wars because people go, we need to be out of the war. We need an actual exit strategy. I'm more upset that the movies on Netflix are so fucking horrible that I'm about their politics. Uh, they they went through a time when they released some really good shit. The Highwaymen with uh, with Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson about the, uh, the two former Texas Rangers, not baseball players, lawmen, who caught Bonnie and Clyde. Fantastic. There's a Ryan Reynolds movie on there that plays some sort of spy or something. Pretty fucking cool. What did I watch recently on Netflix? I watched Jupiter Legacy. I didn't like it. Got to say I didn't like it. Anything else? I did see the the series finale over the weekend of Last Man Standing, the Tim Allen show. It was okay. It was all right. Just eh, okay. Uh, by the way, we should have done this back in the uh, the COVID stuff here. The president of the union, American Federation of Teachers. Ogre. Ogre, I hope you're listening to this right here. Are you ready for this? 
the president of the American Federation of Teachers is facing a little bit of criticism after something she said recently. She, uh, the union said in her recent reversal of mask guidelines of the CDC, it makes uh, teachers' jobs harder as they navigate how to safely teach children under 12. Teachers are tired. They are exhausted. From uh, the Zoom classes they were giving, they, they're tired, they're exhausted. Now, now, re- wait, wait, wait. Ogre, Ogre, is that a good excuse for your kids not going back to schools because the teachers are tired and they're exhausted? Teachers' unions are like dens of drug dealers and compulsive gambling hooker assholes. So you don't agree with them. Oh, then he says, fuck them. They're tired. They're trained to do this. I knew As soon as I saw this story, I, I knew your disdain right now for teachers through this whole pandemic. Alicia says, fuck these people. Okay, so not very happy. Somebody wrote, poor teachers. Where I live in Oregon, my guy, uh, Oregon, they got vaccinated before 80-plus months ago. 80-year-olds and over. And many are still not back in school. My kids are getting two hours twice a week in person. When it was Zoom, it was two hours four days a week. They must be so exhausted. I hope the teachers are okay. Somebody else wrote, Why do public school teachers think they're so special? Parents and students not exhausted and tired too. Medical workers and grocery store workers need to be nourished and repaired too. You aren't special. Do your job. I, I'm. This is one of those moments. I and I know I went on a rant earlier about doing your job because I got mad at the video. I don't care. Uh, I, I I think this is my new this this is my newest thing. I I cannot stand it. I cannot stand when people do not do their jobs. It it really does anger me. Especially now. Go get your fucking jobs back. Stop stop being a bitch of the government. Stop taking it right in the ass from the U.S. government. You dick bags. Uh, Alicia says, I want to stab these people and the people that support this shit. Christopher says, man, I don't know what school district these stories are coming from. Everyone here has been itching to get back into school for months. Well, hey, I I hope that's true. Uh, Maybe, well, it's because they lost revenue on all their drug deals. I mean, you know, you you got those kids in elementary school slinging the H. You know, the Fresno Bulldogs, not not Fresno State, I'm talking about the gang down there because I've seen gangland. They got to get paid. Time to get the schools open, man. Why is it poor teachers? They aren't, they're working part-time nowadays. 
is it poor teachers because they're not doing their job? They know in the end that they're accountable. Poor me, I'm failing at my job. I'm going to catch hell for it at some point. No, they don't care. They think that they're the chosen people right now. Really, honestly, I ain't making that shit up. It is really going to matter whether the kids are in school with teachers or not. Education system was shitty before. It'll be shitty this way to what the difference. Okay. That's interesting. Take straight fire. I, I, I'll i agree. Our education system is fucked up in this country. Oh, to say the absolute very least, it is fucked up. There is no way you can say the American school, the education system is something the rest of the world should envy. Not at all. It's a fucking farce. We spend more money than every country combined on education. And we can't rank in the top 20. That's the embarrassing part. Uh, And people wonder why the baby boomer assholes are considered to be selfish and narcissistic. Maybe shit like this. I'm worried about getting sick. Retire then. Or maybe get your vaccine. Wear a mask, a face guard. Or get the fuck back to work. Stop being a self-centered cocksmear who claims to care about kids and the future generation. Instead, it's me, me, me. Fuck how our society is going down the tubes. Me, 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 me. You're right. Absolutely right. I'll tell you this right now. I know for a fact some radio people who ended up doing their show from the house and they had to take a cut in pay. I I would have never taken a cut in pay. I'm here every day to work. Nuh-uh, no. If they had told me to stay home, I'd told you to kiss my ass. I'm here to do my fucking job. I know that people were scared of this and everything. And, and, and look, I ain't going to, I'm not judging you for that. But what I will say is this. If you had a chance to go to work, and it, let, me, let me say, let, let, me, let me clear this up. If your job has been calling you and you're staying off work to collect the unemployment because you're making more there, please don't listen to my show anymore. I, I, I don't want you. Yeah, you don't deserve this show. This show is for people that work hard, that, that make a difference, not people that are milking the system. If anybody on this show is ever going to milk the system, it's going to be me and only me. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, at first I was very angry that this happened in the mid part of Xavier's junior year and lasted through until graduated early this year, so it fucked his whole senior year and high school experience being an upperclassman. But in the end, he was by far the luckier of the school-age kids to go through this. The younger ones are really going to miss huge chunks of education. Sad, really. I I don't even want to think about what it's done to the younger kids. It's awful what's happened to the high school-age kids. Kids might be playing for scholarships, might be looking for a way into college, and you had this fucking shut everything down because everybody's a bunch of pussies. Ogre says, I can attest to school's failing. My son is considered one of the top students, and it ain't because of the teachers. It's because my wife and I read to the kids every night, teaching them what's going on in the newspaper about racism, about fancy words, science, etc. 
We make the teacher's job easy, and they still want more money? Fuck them with the splintered antique dildo <laughs> covered in smallpox. Ogre, 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 ogre. Keep doing what you're doing. Fuck the schools. Fuck their grading. You keep teaching your kids this because your kids are obviously going to go further than any of these other fucking meth-filled kids in New Mexico. Absolutely. You keep doing what you're doing because that makes your kids stand out. I would love it if that if that's what I was doing for my kids and my kids were standing out. That's easy. I'll judge you. Get back to work. Derek says, amen. Gross says, hell yeah, Braddy. Oh, I, I th- everybody should get back to work. We, we should have gotten back to work a long time. But first of all, we should have never been off. I'm just going to come out and tell you that this was in that we were talking earlier about this being our generation's JFK. If there are any future reporters out there that have any fucking balls, uncover the truth about this pandemic. The same one that told us that if it weren't for COVID, 13,000 people in hospice care would have died. Well, that's not true. Everybody who's on hospice care dies. By the way, everybody dies. But when you're on hospice care, your death is next. COVID tried to claim 13,000 lives on that. We don't even know where the fucking thing allegedly started. We know. We, We know where it started. And do we know what this was? This was nothing more than a cold that was bad for people with underlying conditions. If you didn't, I, I can't wait to see what the numbers are for the people that died who had nothing. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. The people that were in tip-top health. Grocer says, ding, 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 we should have never been locked down. Yeah. Correct the mundo. Uh, there's been jobs wanted this whole time. I quit my job, moved to a new state, and got employed right away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bingo. That's what you do. Bingo. It's not that hard. It really is. But you will see, this is what it is. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let me read this, and then I'll tell you what it is. Overpublicizing COVID deaths uh, has made the media only reporting when a black person gets killed by a cop. Never mind the black-on-black deaths. Amen. After the way the government mismanaged uh, this situation has caused the loss of family businesses, I will take advantage of the government in any way possible. As well, everybody should take advantage of the government in as many ways as possible. Going back to what Braddy said about moving, and finding a job, it's that easy. Especially now. Now with the internet, like if this was 30, 40 years ago and you didn't have the internet, then it's a lot difficult, more difficult. 
Now you got the interview or the internet. You know which place they're hiring, where you can go. You can see how much it costs to live there, all this kind of stuff. Go out and get a job. That's all you got to do, get a job. Bam. Uh, Did you see the story about the Nevada GOP lawmaker politician lady who refused to wear a mask during voting? And she was uh, she lost her voting privileges. I didn't see the story, but it doesn't shock me. Not in that state. That state's being overrun. Man, oh man, all my friends in Nevada, I feel fucking terrible for y'all. You are going through what California went through, I guess, 30 or 40 years ago. With all these shithead Democrat fucking liberal pieces of garbage in your state now. By the way, where are all my suck-a-dick fans? Because I'm just going to tell you right now, if you like him, you you are in a minority, but he still will be reelected. Because once again, people move from fucking terrible states and they hate the, the, the way it is, but they keep voting the same because they're dumb. Hating the state in Nevada, but state income tax coming your way. Damn, that's one big-ass crypto. <laughs> uh, Brady Kid, uh, I had an employer knock on my door and offer me 10 bucks more an hour than the shop down the street versus 40 minutes away. That's fucking awesome. I never got a day off for the Kung Flu and even found a better job mid-shutdown. There's no excuse. We're just a nation of lazy, self-entitled cunts. Well, that, that's not necessarily what it is. I, I, I do have something, though. I feel bad for my friends that moved to Nevada to get away from the liberal bullshit. Oh, I do too. I think it's t- I feel bad for all the people that are from Nevada who now have to put up with the liberal bullshit. But I will tell you this. This is what it is. This is totally what it is. Why we don't do it as American? Cuz it's change. Nobody likes change. It takes enough to actually, you know, move. And then we find out we did it badly or we made the wrong choice. All this change that we have been put ourselves through has resulted badly. And that's why we don't like to change. We like our routines. We like the set life that we're in. We don't like when things are shaken up. But we just don't. It's about change. People don't move to another state and get a job because it's easier there. Because they think of all the shit they have to do. Well, they have to move, have to sell a house, got to do this, got to do that. But a lot of times it's worth it. Absolutely 100% worth it.
until Americans, and that's all of us, start dealing with change. That's that. I learned it early on in my career about change. And I learned it from a lot of you people that are listening right this second. You guys taught me about change. The way you taught me about change was this. We had replaced a morning show that had been in Sacramento for a while. And for a while, it was really a, a, it was a top-rated show, and it was a good show. But sadly, they had gone through their, their cast of characters, and they had kind of a high burn thing because they, they lots of guy jokes, lots of dick jokes and things like that. And one of the main guys left because he wanted more money. So then the show was just kind of a shell of itself. And we came in and said, pretty much get out. That first day we were on the air, we were hated. I mean, hated. Nobody liked us. I answered the phone all the time. You know, we were calling the station. We'd give the name and be like, what up, dog? People hated me saying, what up, dog? This ain't no fucking rap station. And those were the calls we got. If you went on the message board, after the second day, I was blocked from the message board by my boss because it was so eviscerating. Now, why were they acting that way to us? Because we changed. We changed their routine. We changed their morning show. Their mornings were not the same. They knew what they liked before, and they knew they were going to get it. Now we've got to change and wait and see if we're going to get it from this show. And lo and behold, not only did you get it, you got so much more. But nobody wants to change. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, let's see. Now, here's another one of these things. This is our last story in this section here. We'll take a, a, a little break, and then we'll come back. This is, I, I don't even know what the, like, this is one of those moments where you just should explode. Spontaneously combust. An Asian-American Silicon Valley councilwoman, shocking, was branded a racist after saying BLM activist text worried her. Now, in this day and age that we're in right now, we're all about protecting Asian people unless they go up against BLM. So this Asian woman who's probably had all kinds of horrible things done to her because she's an Asian woman, she comes out and she says that she's worried about the BLM activists. You know, some of those people who are Antifa who cut tires, break windows, shoot at you, other things like that, she's worried about. She's a racist for worrying about that. Huh? That, what? Do you see? Do you see like, like, like Dave Chappelle first said, and I piggybacked it, and I will keep piggybacking it and giving it credit where it's due. There is no such thing as woke enough.
Christian says, that's the effect you had on me when you first came on the air in Fresno. I hated you at first. Then I got it. You changed my outlook on life. Thank you. Well, shit, Christopher, thank you. I loved it when we came on Fresno. I wish Fresno would have given us more of a shot. We could have kicked that town's ass. But the station manager at the time, who had a very big-titted fucking girlfriend who didn't trust him, or he didn't trust her, and rightfully so, because she was hitting on people I saw. Oh, it's just not. Uh, this is what was told to us. You ready? This is what was told to Um, Well, we put these billboards out and all this stuff up, and we went from the 24th place morning show, because they just played music and not very good music, that because their program director sucked. Yeah. And uh, they put us on in the morning. 24th to second. One rating period. 24th to second. One rating period. That's bound to happen because you get new and improved people. Who do you hate? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I still hate him. Oh, me? Okay, good. good. I hate you too. Um... So they told us this. They the the next ratings period came out, and we stayed at two, and our numbers kind of stayed the same. But the problem was they had taken all the billboard shit down. There's no more advertising us, and we held our numbers. We didn't grow. We didn't get to number one yet, but we were close. We were like a point behind number one. By the way, the show that was number one was like number one for the last 17 years. And we were that close in one ratings book. You give us a couple more, we're going to be number one. We always told people it takes 18 months. If you give us 18 months, we'll be number one. By the way, we never, ever didn't become number one after 18 months. Ever. I'm very proud of that fact. But Fresno said, yeah, it's not soon enough. We got to get you off the air. You're too expensive. We're too expensive. You're not even fucking paying us yet. That's the other thing. Wasn't paid for that. Mem- remember the uh, sports show I did? Yeah, never ever got any money from that either. Good experience, I guess. Uh, let's see. Is anyone aware of how that anti-Asian violence has been committed by black people? How much? Oh, that's the main. The, it, it's mainly black people on Asian Americans. That's what like like the big part of the racism is. But, but this Asian woman is the racist because she called out BLM. I, I've come to find out if you say anything about BLM, and by the way, I'll go ahead and say it right now, racist, hateful group that doesn't give a fuck about black lives. It, it doesn't. It, it honestly doesn't. But let, let's just stop all the bullshit right now. Black Lives Matter could care less about all black lives. It cares about the black lives that can generate their favorite color green for them. That's all they are. Are there other groups like that? Absolutely. Every group, every race has a group like that, of course. But we hold BLM up so sanctimoniously. Oh, what a wonderful.
wonderful organization. A wonderfully crooked organization. Be like me saying FIFA or the IOC is a great organization. Because it ain't. Have you heard about their subgroup, Black Hammer? I have not. I hope this is something that I don't want to know about. If Black Lives Matter truly did care about people, first of all, they'd be in Chicago every fucking weekend. Be stopping this violence on black folks there. They, they know what they are. They're untouchable right now. They're anti-police. They're anti-military. They're anti-prison. They're anti-all this stuff. They just want people rolling around free. Do you want pedophiles roaming around free? I sure as fuck don't. What do I know? Yeah, I, I love that. Like, I'm seeing more and more commercials now with with talking about, you know, beating up Asians and all this Asian hate. And I didn't realize, I, I, I got to say, I guess because I'm not Asian, uh, I never knew it was that prominent. I never knew it was that big a thing. And it all started right after the, the shooting at the Rub and Tug, an Asian Rub and, well, a Massage place. I shouldn't call it a rub and tug because I don't know if they did the tugs. And everybody brought up all this anti-Asian bashing stuff or Asian bashing shit. And I was like, huh? I mean, I'm, I, I, love, I, look, I love jokes that fucking mess with everybody. I like black jokes. I like Mexican jokes. I like Polish jokes. I love Mexican jokes. I love Chinese jokes. I love Japanese jokes. I love them all. By the way, today's jokes... Uh, today's uh, first one. Why is the first Tuesday every uh, girl in Japan's favorite day? The first Tuesday in November? Because it's erection day. <laughs> the second one, though, is the best. What do you get when you put human DNA into a goat? A lifetime ban at the petting zoo. (laughs) That shit's funny. That shit is funny right there. I don't give a fuck who you are. Uh, From what I understand, they are about like ISIS. Black Hammer is. Okay. Look, man, all you got to do is... When you want to see these groups of hate come out, don't go to one of the BLM rallies or anything like that. This is what you got to do. Because this, this is what makes them so cool. Let's say that the right is having a rally in Sacramento, and, and I know this has never been done. And you know how everybody parks on Capitol? So everybody walks all the way down there, and they're having this rally. So do you know what happens? These shit groups like Antifa or Black Hammer, Black Hammer, they come and they cut tires, and they break windshields, and they break windows, and they spray paint on cars, and they do all this. 
Why? Because they're big, gigantic, fucking tough guys. And you're messing with somebody's car? What kind of piece of shit are you? That literally happened in Sacramento probably the week that we were leaving. I, I, I hate it. I hate all this shit. By the way, by the way, did anybody watch the, uh, I can't believe I haven't talked about it yet, the uh, A&E biography last night? <gasps> oh, shit, cheap tricks coming to Billy Bob's? I'd like to see them. How much are they take? Man, fucking Kid Rock, he's, ooh, I can afford these tickets. These are only 20 to $65. I'd like to see that show. Kid Rock was anywhere between $100 and $300 to see him at fucking Billy Bob's. He can kiss my motherfucking ass. $200 to see Billy Bob's. $300. Black Hammer. The guy that says you can't touch this? No, that's MC Hammer. Black Hammer was also the name of the the movie that Willie, Willie Mays Hayes starred in in Major League Two. So there you go. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can find the show. Uh, Hit me up on Mixler, if you will. I got no direction We're all playing the same game We're all looking for redemption Just afraid to say the name So caught up now in pretending What we're seeking is the truth I'm just looking for a happy ending all I'm looking for is you
I worked the rigs from three to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. I'd get off and drink till daylight, sleep the morning away. I'd plan to take my wages, leave the rigs behind for good. But that life, it is contagious. Gets down in your blood. I lived in Corpus with my brother. We were always on the run. We were bad for one another, but we were good at having fun. We got stoned along the seawall. We got drunk and rolled a car. We knew the girls at every dance hall had a tab at every bar if I could live my life all over it wouldn't matter anyway cause I never could stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay my brother had a wife and family you know he gave them a good home but his wife thought we were crazy And one day we found her gone We threw her clothes into the car trunk Her photographs, her rosary We went to the pier and got drunk And threw it all into the sea If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter Stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay. Now 
Now my brother lives in Houston He married for the second time He got a good job with the union And it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer If I could live my life all BLM organizer in the UK that got shot in the head this weekend? I did not. Brooks and Dunn is going to be there in September? Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, all right. Uh, look, man, this weekend, let, let me let me just tell you something, brother and sisters. Let me, let me just say this right now. I, I, I think that the the people that work in the, the weather, the the subtropical storm areas, I think they love this. This is one of their favorite things. They, they, they love it when hurricane season comes out. Why? Why? Because they know they can fuck with me. Everybody that works there, everybody knows that I think they have the greatest job in the world and I could do it better than everybody. Oh, you're telling me you wouldn't watch me if I did the weather on a local newscast? I mean, if I went to school for meteorology, I, w- I would have Al Roker's job by now. I probably have a late night television show by now. First storm of the season's out. Remember last year we had so many storms we were calling them just Greek letters. Well, the first one's out. That's not even needed. Just. Stop it. First of all, it's a female's name. So. Hurricane. I'm sorry. This is subtropical storm. Anna. A-N-A. Anna. Anna. Look, I'm okay with it, though, because the first storm of the season always sucks it never lives up to the hype it doesn't live up to 
like like if, if if we were to use like the name with an H, like Hugo or K, like Katrina, I'd be pretty jacked. Because I know my storm is going to cause some fucking damage. Hurricane Anna might give somebody a headache. That might be it. You almost never see weather people without smiling faces that look so happy. It must be Botox. It really must be to have a great gig. It is. You get to do the weather. And this ain't like the old-time weather guys. You know, you don't have a stick to where you're pointing on a map. You got a green screen, and you use it, and you point to it, and you can be flamboyant. I'm telling you right now, I would be the best weatherman ever. Friday the 13th, I would fucking dress up like Jason Voorhees and do the goddamn weather. I ain't kidding. Valentine's Day, I'm dressing like Cupid to do the weather. I can just picture you doing the weather and doing the little quarter turn for the cameras like the Mexican hockey weather girl. <laughs> you should get the camera stuff and start doing West Coast weather each segment on the show. Regional weather updates. If you become a weatherman, you need to wear a light blue plaid suit a mile-wide tie, and use a stick with the little rubber pointer. God, I miss those days. You go viral like the girls in Mexico. Okay, well, maybe we'll look into that. I don't know. Every year on Groundhog's Day, I'd kill Pakistani. Ah, he came out of a shadow and died. That might get me in, in trouble. That one might get me in trouble. So I have, might have to rethink that. Oh, I tell you what I would do. I would organize a group, and every year on Groundhog's Day, we go up and boo Poxitani Phil. We just boo him. And they bring him out, and they show him up. We just all boo! So he's forced to give us summer. Goddamn rat. All right, so yeah, the first storm of the year is hitting on the, uh, looks like uh, it's forming off the East Coast, uh, up by the Carolinas. How come there's just no Carolina? Got North Carolina and South Carolina, there's just no uh, Carolina. I can picture you in a giant green, giant foam rubber sun costume telling people in Arizona it's going to be hot as a devil ball bag again. Oh, that's the ultimate job. Look, Mad Hatter, you might not know this. There are three ultimate jobs that, that I, I, I think that are out there. All right. I, I can't wait for this thing to load here. That one. Oh, yeah, yeah, three jobs. Easy. Now, the first one's going to be really, really hard for me to get. Probably won't get it. That's the Pope. The Pope has a great job. Pope's got handlers. He's got a bulletproof car. He's got to be celibate. Right. That's a lifetime appointment. I, I, but you, you see, the, the bad thing about that job is you, you still got to, like, wash people's feet and stuff. And I don't want to do that. 
It's okay. Next greatest job in the world. Supreme Court Justice. You pretty much have the world at your fingers. You get to interpret laws, pretty much make them and remake them and then change everything. You got your housing paid for. You're making about 400 grand a year. You got security. Everything is A-OK with you. And then you have the ultimate job. And the ultimate job is a weatherman in Phoenix, Arizona in the summertime. Well, it's going to be hot as shit today. See you guys tomorrow. That's it. That is it. Give him my money. Get hopped up on drugs. You don't feel that cold and go streaking through pucks of tiny horse shit screaming, <laughs> he just murder free Phil. <laughs> oh. All right, so Hurricane Anne will probably do, I don't know, $14 worth of damage. We'll, 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 we'll not keep an eye on her. It don't start getting interesting until maybe the Fs. The G's you're watching. By the way, a big story here. Lollapalooza has announced full capacity at Grant Park in Chicago this summer. We'll see if it happens. We'll see if Mayor Gollum allows this to happen. Have I seen anybody? Who, who's on board for this? Oh, okay. All right. They announced it this weekend. Lollapalooza's a go. But they're announcing the lineup Wednesday. So I, I, I can't tell you who's going to be at Lollapalooza yet because I don't even know. Arnie would do Phoenix weather reports from the golf course. Fuck that shit. I would do we- I would do Phoenix weather reports from fucking Rockwall. You give me a map of Arizona behind me, I guarantee. I- let me just say this right now. I guarantee. I will not get the weather wrong there. Linda, Steve, how are you guys doing tonight? Oh, it's great here in the Lone Star State. Awful hot there in Arizona, huh? Well, you're going to have a lot of that. Five days in a row of 90-plus degree weather. All right, I'm going to go back to watching the Rangers game. See you guys later. What are you talking? Harrison. Harrison. Watch your mouth, boy. How? uh, Oh, that makes me sick right there. What he just posted. ACL, ACL, Austin City Limits, sucks this year? Well, the first few days suck, yeah. Uh, but hello? Did, did you not see? Uh, let, let's see. Oh, here we go. Pardon me. Pardon me. You left your tears on the George Strait is headlining. And I'm afraid they got mixed up with mine. That or a Longhorn game are the only two reasons to ever go to Austin. Maybe see my friend Trudy. Harrison says my father called and complained about the lineup as well. This is not, look, I've seen the lineup. Don't really care for it except George Strait. 
they aren't going to get a lot of groups on there that I like. This is going to be a weird. Uh, uh, let me let me say this right now, since we're kind of doing the entertainment block. I will tell you this right now. This is going to be a weird year for shows. It's going to be a very strange year. And the reason why I say that is this: we already see it in everyday regular people. People are scared to go back to work. Allegedly scared. I'll say it. They're they're scared to go back to work. They're not just ripping off the system. I'd say that's about maybe 10 to 15% of the people. They're really scared that they, they're going to pick up coronavirus. Artists are going to be even worse. You have a lot of artists out there that, that want to play and they want to be in there, but they want some kind of precautions in there. They want masks. People don't want to wear a mask at a concert, especially an outdoor show. Greta Van Fleet and George are the only reasons to go. Well, you can take one of those off. And it wouldn't be George. I don't know if I want the band that wants to be either Led Zeppelin or the band that wants to be Rush up on stage because I would rather see one of the originals. The line, look, and that's the big problem with a lot of these festivals. I like music festivals. They're fun to go to because you get to see all kinds of fucking different shit there, right? And it's kind of cool. I, I, I the, the last one I went to, I went to, uh, what did I go to? Uh, what's that shit? Uh, Aftershock. I went to Aftershock a few years ago. And there was really, I don't think there was really anybody on the bill. I went mainly to hand out my business cards that I was doing a show. I, I was there to work. Now, Greta Van Fleet was supposed to be there. Their bus broke down. They played the next day. So I didn't get to see them. I didn't really watch anybody because there's nobody there that I wanted to see besides, well, nobody, because that was a bad year. But I did see something. That the people watching at these shows is fantastic, especially at these giant festivals, because sometimes these giant festivals accidentally invite bands that are a tad bit, maybe, I don't know, a little controversial. At one aftershock, I saw a bunch of guys who were wandering around with shaved heads, big black boots tied all the way up, and muscle shirts on. One guy had a T-shirt on that said, Got Slaves. And yes, the swastika tattoos were, were everywhere. So needless to say, they don't check every band totally. I, the last one I went to, some guy's walking around, and it said, Jesus is a cunt. Gigantic letters on the back of his shirt. Some metal band. So you, you can see all kinds of great people at these festival shows. But, but shows are going to be strange this year. But I'm ready for them to start up again. Now, we have to talk about, I don't know why this guy, honestly, can, can anybody tell me why Stephen A. Smith is still on television? I, I, hate, I hate our country right now so much. Stephen A. Smith, who's supposed to know a lot about sports, but he doesn't. He is nothing more. He's turned into nothing more than a political activist, especially with this statement. He said that former Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Tim Debo 
is using white privilege to come back to the NFL. Is there some privilege involved? Yes. And th- this all stems from one person uh, not being given the opportunity to come back. This all centers around Colin Kaepernick not getting a chance to come back. Now, mind you, that now I have to do something, and you guys know I hate doing this. I hate defending people I can't stand. I fucking hate Tim Tebow. The only privilege he used is a relationship that he once had with Urban Meyer. He is responsible for Urban Meyer having a lot of what Urban Meyer has. And by the way, when when did Colin Kaepernick ever come out and say that he'd be willing to play tight end? or wide receiver, running back, cornerback. When did he come out and say that? Has, has, has he come out and said that I will play any position? No. No, he hasn't. Once again, once again, I, I am tired of this record. I am seriously tired of this record. Colin Kaepernick did not get an opportunity in the NFL not because he's black. Because he wasn't good enough anymore. How happy were the Niners that they didn't have to pick up a $19 million option on a quarterback that would have been riding the bench the entire season until the quarterback got hurt. And he would come in there and throw his 58 interceptions, and then the season's over, and you draft a quarterback. Oh, wait, that's racist if you draft a quarterback. Bravo, Ogre. Antonio Brown used his white privilege, too, to get back on the Buccaneers. Well, let's talk about that real quick, shall we? He did use some privilege. But you know what he got that privilege from? He earned that privilege. Antonio Brown was still a good player. That's why he got a tryout for the the Buccaneers. Shit, Tom Brady has wanted a receiver like that forever. He had one one season, and that's why they almost went undefeated with Randy Moss. Never been given the tools, because a lot of those tools wouldn't get along with Bill Belichick. Kareem Hunt used his athletic privilege after he beat the piss out of some chick on video that we all saw. Yes, Kansas City let him go, but he was picked up. Wasn't he picked up by, like, the Bears or somebody like that? How many of these guys who beat up their wife? What about Plaxico Burris? He shot himself in the fucking leg. Went to jail was still good, and the Jets signed him. 
Scott says, I do remember Colin saying, I'm the starting quarterback or nothing. Well, bitch, I guess it's nothing. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There's no privilege being involved. This the you know what's being involved here? The buddy system. If if this was not if this was not Urban Meyer, I don't I, I, I have zero beliefs that Tim Tebow would even be thinking about playing football. And don't anybody say that he retired from baseball. You cannot retire from double A. You just walk away from the game at that point. Okay? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm here to announce my retirement. You didn't, you can't retire. For, then I retired after my freshman year of college. Here you go. Here, here's what he said. Let, let's see. Jaguars for the opportunity to compete and earn a chance to be a part of this team. I know it will be a challenge, but it is a challenge I embrace. I am dedicated to taking the direction of our coaching staff and learning from my teammates. I appreciate everyone's support as I embark on this new journey. Max, yeah. do you have a problem with the Jags signing Tim Tebow? I do not have a problem with the Jags signing Tim Tebow, nor do I think there we go. somehow. I don't Let's get to, to Steve. Use that opportunity. You don't have to apologize to Arent Link. Well, a couple of weeks ago, and I told him that if anybody deserves, you know, something along this line, it's him. Just from a human perspective, I think that he's one of the great, great people uh, that I've had the pleasure of meeting in this business. Um, he's a really, really good dude. His heart's in the right place. You're a piece he's of shit. He's very charitable and philanthropic with his intentions and his actions. You're garbage bag. Um, He's a pillar of that community, especially. You're not a pillar of anything. Uh, was a star at Florida State, et cetera, et cetera. No, so I'm he went happy to Florida. for him. Not Florida State. Meaning stupid. Tim Tebow specifically. He didn't go to Florida State, you moron. At, you know, just the totality of the situation. Um, once again, if I'm going to bring up white privilege when I talk about when I brought up Steve Nash getting the job in Brooklyn, is this not an example of white privilege? No! What brother you know is getting this opportunity? Antonio Brown, Kareem Hunt. Now that makes people uncomfortable because we're talking about race. When I wait a second, wait a second, Stephen. I just named two people. I just named two people. Oh, let me, let me, let me. A third one. O.J. Simpson. Do, do you want to not say that he was privileged? Wow. I, I literally, I am so fucking stupefied by the stupidity of that. You retire from double-A baseball by getting back your old server job at Buffalo Wild Wings. That in the NFL has never recognized and endorsed BLM. Oh, wait, they did. Yeah. Th this is ridiculous to say that this is white privilege. How how does he have a job? Let, let's see something here, just just real fast. Uh, I just made some calls recently. Let's see that one. No, Plano. No, Fresno. No, 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 no. Bristol, Connecticut. Oh, man, is that the number? Let's see. Let's see if this is the number. Thank you for calling SPN. All calls are recorded for training and monitoring purposes. If you are calling ESPN for a tour, ESPN does not offer tours to the public. No. If you are calling ESPN for career and employment opportunities, 
please visit ESPNCareers.com for information. If you are calling with viewer comments and complaints for TV or radio programming, nope. press 1. No. To speak with an ESPN representative, yep. press 2. Are you still there? Yes. I don't think this is the right number. ESPN? Uh, Stephen Smith's mailbox, please. One moment. Sorry, Stephen Smith is not available. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Dude, you are such a donkey. I, I, I mean, really. I just saw what you said about Tim Tebow and, and white privilege, and then you said, name anyone. Well, let me name people. Kareem Hunt, Antonio Brown, O.J. Simpson. These were all people that were given second chances and had nothing to do with white privilege. You moron. And by the way, Philadelphia still sucks. Well, maybe he'll get that. Maybe he won't. I don't know. We'll see. If I'm on first take, if that voicemail's on first take, I didn't say anything bad. I just called him a moron and a donkey because he is. He's a braying ass. Then Max Kellerman, the idiot's on there. He says, it would be nice for Tim Tebow, who has been given this opportunity, he doesn't have to apologize for the opportunity but it would be nice for him to mention Kaepernick's name. How is he going to mention his name? Well, I, I got the phone call the other night when uh, fellow quarterback Colin Kaepernick was sucking my dick. Why does he want him to just say his name? Say his name, Lord. Say his name. Say his name? Why? Shut the fuck up. Harrison, do not talk poorly about O.J. Simpson. I'm going to lunch with him Saturday. I'm going to need to see a picture on Saturday. I want to see that. I want to know how that you are running loose with the juice. That receptionist is so over the shit phone calls Stephen Smith gets. As soon as you got to that mailbox, she was like, one moment, no care, no love, no joy, working at ESPN. More with a hint of, I'm over this asshole, fuck, hold on. <laughs> Tebow can hire Conor McGregor and say, I apologize for absolutely fucking nothing. Fucking nothing. Look, I think it's stupid that Tim Tebow's getting a shot to play a position. And by the way, he's trying out to play a NFL-level position at a position he never played. I can't see Colin Kaepernick doing that. I told you when I was going to dinner with Ben Carson, we were going to do a sushi on Saturday while in Vegas. Why didn't I, I remember that shit? That's right. You fuck, man. You hob. I guess Tex got all the fucking hip shit. I mean, you're hobnobbing with Ben Carson and fucking OJ Simpson. Holy shit. Too bad Charles Manson's gone because I'm sure you'd have, you know, tacos with him.
Now, now, isn't this Tebow is going to be playing smear the queer and take a while to guess who the queer is? Corners are going to oh, dude, everybody, let him. Oh, corners are not going to destroy him. He is every fucking linebacker's dream. Run that middle route. We're going to see. I mean, I have seen Jason Witten take some fucking licks. I don't know. I, I don't know if Tebow can handle them licks. He is going to get blowed up. By the way, the Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James was found to be in breach of the NBA's health and safety protocol this week, hanging out with Drake. Yeah, got to hang out with Drake. Got to get my drink on. Uh, by the way, by the way, uh, when a player does that, they get suspended. Charles Barkley is leading the cause on this, and Charles Barkley, I, I, I feel, if Charles Barkley wasn't so good on TNT with Shaq, this would, would cost him his job. But I think he, he's powerful enough to stand through this. He's calling the NBA out, and rightfully so. Why has LeBron not been suspended over this? I can answer, but let me read what you guys have to say. Uh, Charles Marson, Manson, Carson, Simpson are far from Manson. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, whoever plays against the Jags should get the payola in the commentary. She's going to be saying that word over and over and over again. Can you imagine that? Tim Tebow running over the uh, the, the middle he jumps for it and... Kapuya! Kapuya! Oh, two defensive tackles nail him. Here he is. Tim Tebow's back in the game now as he runs an out route and... Paya! Oh, Lord! He was crushed. Why did he jump for that? Are y'all tired of LeBron James as I am? Did, did, did Space Jam come out already? Is that is that fixing to come out? The Space Jam 2? The flop? Can, can LeBron want to be Jordan Moore? I mean, he wears his number. Signed with Nike. When, when my buddies in town, we, we went out to, like, the outlet malls. And we went in the Nike store, and I was looking around. I don't wear tennis shoes, so I, I ain't going to get enough. But it looked like a pair of Jordan 11s, the really cool ones that had the, uh, the, the, the patent leather black top. I actually have a pair of those. And there was a pair that looked like that, and they were the LeBron shoes. And I was like, wow, you, so now you're even biting his shoe style? Can, can you do anything on your own, LeBron? Can, can you? Just, just wondering. You going to start playing golf soon, too, homie? I can't stand him. I, I, you know what? This is what I feel bad for. I feel bad for the youth of today. Youth of today that has, they, they, you don't have any role model to look up to anymore except me. You ain't got men out there. 
do all you gotta do is you Google LeBron flops. LeBron LeBron James is worse than any Argentina soccer player. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you all through my wild days, my mad existence. You I kept, kept my, my promise. promise. Don't keep your distance. Is this contract up then? Is his contract up at the end of this season already? LeBron tries signing with the Nets next season to chase more titles. Either the Nets or Golden State. Here's the interesting thing I think about LeBron. And look, I, I try not to think about LeBron that often. Um, I think I've ever talked about it. I haven't talked about it in a long time. So LeBron is desperate to be the GOAT, right? He is so desperate to be the GOAT. He could have attained that, and there is only one thing he had to do besides win. Uh, or whenever his contract's up. I don't know. I stopped following a lot about the NBA snooze bet. No, you're absolutely right. I, I'm going to agree or disagree with me, everybody. Let's say that uh, after the Cleveland, he didn't sign with the Lakers. There's one team. Fuck, he could have left Cleveland and taken his talents to this other place first, but everybody thought, okay, he's going to go to Miami, and then he's going to go to this place. When you think of faces of teams, let's start with the Lakers. When you think of the Lakers, who does everybody think of? By the way, Chris Webber getting into the Basketball Hall of Fame, I, that, that's a stretch. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I apologize to all the Webber fans out there. I'm not trying to shit talk him. But Chris Webber in the NBA Hall of Fame, that, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave that there. Kurt Rambis, Tyrone Liu, uh, Rick Fox, total Laker icons, right? I would think Kurt Rambis, yes. Kurt Rambis, I would picture him a Laker way before LeBron. LeBron wants to be the face of a franchise that isn't Cleveland. See, it hurts him being from, he's ashamed to be from Cleveland. He'll never be the face of the Lakers. Kareem, Magic, or Kobe? Bam. What about Shaq? Got to put Shaq on that list, too. You got to show some love for the big diesel. But when I think Shaq, you can put him on Orlando. He could be the face of Orlando. The face of San Antonio is either uh, David Robinson or Tim Duncan. Probably Tim Duncan. The face of the Boston Lakers. There's too many. Bird. You gotta forget you can't forget Jerry West, by the way, for the Lakers. He is the fucking logo after all. It would kill I, I, I tell you this right now. I think it would kill LeBron if Kobe was announced to be the new logo because they were talking about changing it. That's all LeBron's got. That in Cleveland. 
except there is one other team. Does anybody know that team? If he would have taken and won a championship with this one team, you could actually, people would actually have the right to come out and say, well, you got to talk about this. This is why he's good. Does anybody know that team? I'll tell you. Here, here, I'll give you the Jeffrey music. Anybody got a guess? No. Oh, God, no. 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 No, 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 no. 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 Not the. No. Nope. 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 Jose21. And Zach, who just texted me. Let me just say that y'all have gotten yourselves. Bingo. Correct the mundo. the New York Knicks. I read that he wanted to sign with the Knicks, but his wife had a problem living there. Who has a problem with living in New York? By the way, you're you making up buy a jet, live in Cleveland, fly back and forth. He'll never, he would have never been the face of the Bulls. That's always going to be Michael Jordan. Uh, Will Chamberlain before, yes, I would think of him on the Lakers before that. Nets or the Pelicans, New York, New Jersey Nets. Look, as long as they play in Brooklyn, you're going to have to say one of the guys on the day. When I think of the the Nets, I think Dr. J. And he's also Philadelphia 76er. The Pelicans, if I think New Orleans basketball, I think Pistol Pete Maravich. Uh, pussy whipped. <laughs> Must have been secretly married to <laughs> Meghan Markle. Patrick Ewing is the face of the Knicks. And if you own the Knicks, how bad would you want that changed? Clyde Frazier is the face of the Knicks. Always will. Always will be. Come back on a broken leg and played. But if LeBron would have gone there and won a championship, you think about that. He rebuilt the New York Knicks. <laughs> Ogre says Latrell Sprewell has a stranglehold on the Knicks franchise. Hashtag <laughs> PJ Carlissimo. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, have y'all seen these new deals that Apple's got out? For you people that lose your fucking keys all the time. $29.99 or $99 for a four-pack. The new single air tag is available from Apple. And people are saying, oh, my God, this is so worth it. This is what you want if you want to spy on people. That's all this is. It, it's the new, I, 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 they should just call this what it is. It's the Apple bug. So, they have it. It looks like it's about keychain shaped. I saw somebody put it on like their dog's like uh, chain. 
So if you lose your dog, you just go, where's my Apple product? And you'll find the, the Apple thing around the dog's neck. And do that for anything. Kids, you know, put it in their backpack. $29. You think of it for the good, all right? You, you think of the good ways you use it. You give it to your kids if you live in a bad area, maybe. You're at Disneyland. Disney World and your kids like break, you know, they run away. Oh, I can't find my kids. Well, now you got the app. You know, it's fucking $100 for a pack of four of these. You stick them in their, their pants or their shoes. It's like Jacob's Keys or five feet to your right. Okay. Precision finding is a game changer. So, it like, it tells you if you're warm or not. I look, I, I think they do not put that on Bubba. No, no, I'm, I'm taking everything off Bubba when we let that front door open. How about the guys, I don't know, at a club on a Friday night? Maybe they see an attractive gal, they go over there and start hitting on them, like, hey, baby, how you doing? Oh, I'm good, baby. How about you? Oh, I'm good. Guy sticks it in her purse somewhere. I'll track my devices. Well, I don't mind if I do. Well, thanks, Apple Rape. That's what it should be called, Apple Rape. This is a horrible idea. Oh my God! You're gonna you're, you're gonna get jealous ex-husbands and ex-wives using these things. Oh, deadbeat parents, awful parents. Where have you been? You have not been at soccer practice. You were at John's house. Get in and put my clothes on the hanger. Can't wait till first fucking bank robbery is foiled over this. Put all the money, no die packs in there. Okay, you didn't say any uh, air tags, so. <laughs> Jesus. It's going to make a mockery now out of bank robbery movies. Thanks, Apple. Thanks for making everything so real now. Because you know they're sitting in those meetings. That, that would never happen anymore, thanks to us. We found it. I need this to you tie it into a sock. You tie it into a sock and you put it in the washing machine. That way you can find all them other fucking socks you've lost over the years. I've been wondering where you motherfuckers were. Mm-hmm. That's where you put it. Or, oh, I've got the ultimate place to put it. All right, all right. You know how much I hate sharks, okay? I'm cool with that. Well, we'll go from, like, land or something, get me a sharpshooter. I know a couple of snipers. 
and will shoot that thing onto the back of uh, of like you know a great white shark. Then I'll know where it is, and then once it comes around me again, I can drop a bomb on it and kill it. Bam! I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. What do you got here? Nope. Uh, all right, let's see. God, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is such a bad story. God damn. So, uh, a new bride in Colorado has gone out and done it. Good old Lisa Viznowski was married on May 3rd. Oh, wow, this happened on the day of her wedding? She took off the engagement ring and set it down on the sink and then realized it had gone missing after her photographer arrived. Oh, the photographer did it. I enlisted everyone who was there for our wedding, which was all seven people in the staff of Delaterra, the venue, who I think have taken it. My photographers to look for my engagement ring, but we weren't able to find it at all. Now, this ring is very, very sentimental. Not just because her husband and her designed it with a jeweler. Not because this this this, this stone had been in their family forever. It could be because the crystal that was the main stone is made out of grandma's ashes. Oopsie. Oopsie daisy. I thought you weren't supposed to take those off, Governor. Uh, she quoted TVC, if someone found it, it would mean so much to me. It's irreplaceable. Just the sentiment and everything else that went into the ring. Yeah, your grandma. Where's her urn? <laughs> Go get a couple scoops. If you ain't wearing your ring, you're cheating. There you go. My vows include that I won't take off rings and lay them in random places anymore. Wow, what a vow. Thanks, hon. I'm glad you're going to take care of your shit. Other stuff outside of your rings, your children, you're going to put those down in strange places? Okay. She still hasn't gotten it back? Oh, I'm telling you right now. She took it off in the morning she was getting ready for a wedding. Uh, where's your engagement ring? Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm excited to be here. Wait, he put her dead grandma on the ring? Was it, Or was it his dead? No, it's her dead grandma. Right? Uh, oh, crap. I got to put that. Uh-huh. 
Let's see. Yeah, it had her 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 grandma's shit in there. Yeah, it had her her ashes in there. So her grandma wasn't his grandma. Was his grandma shit? She wouldn't give a shit. Let me just tell you though, real quick, fellas, fellas, let's gather close. You, you don't get many of these. But man, oh man, when you get one to hold over her head, this is a big one. If that guy's listening, if that guy's husband or that gal's husband's listening, oh, I'm telling you right now, you can forget a couple of anniversaries. You can forget birthdays now. Shit. I'm not, you can't cheat. Don't ever do that. That's horrible. But like, like, like stuff like, hey, like if you forget her birthday and she gets all pissy with you, well, I, I would have gotten you something, but I was afraid you'd lose it. Oh! Ow. Granted, that, that's a little on the nuclear side there, I got to say. But man, oh man, that would be awesome if you could use that on your wife, wouldn't it? Oh, I was going to get you something, but I, I must have, you know how it's like, I must have misplaced it. Birthdays are white privilege. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. I'm surprised that wasn't in that quiz on how privileged we are, where the first question was, I am white. Got to check that one off. I'm having a harder time with the dead grandma ring. Forget her cheating, her losing it, or getting stolen. Just go back to dead grandma. (laughs) See, they put the ashes in the ring. That way, Granny's with them every day. Like, 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 I I imagine. I imagine it's something like this. You hear me laughing? You know this is going to be sick. (laughs) She's jerking her husband off left-handed. Granny, we've almost got it. Granny, we almost got it. Does that count as a threesome with the guy? (laughs) That would be what we would call a mood killer. (laughs) Or I would have gotten you something, but no one else has died recently in killing. Well, that's wrong. I can't believe I didn't do oh yeah, way up there. Okay. We'll have to do that one. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Alright, where did this happen? Well, there's a shocker here. This happened in a Walmart potato chip aisle. I I don't know. I, if I had a nickel for every story that said, man, do I got a doozy from the Walmart chip aisle. This happened in a Cleveland suburb. Uh, a woman was arrested for hitting another female in the face In the face! In the 
with a 10-pound log of ground beef. <laughs> She's whooping ass with them big old tubes of beef. <laughs> uh, it involved two women, Maneka Garner and Precious Jackson, who once lived in the same duplex. Cops say Miss Jackson was battered with the ground beef, previously secured a protection order against Miss Garner. According to the police, when the pair spotted each other, oh, it was on. It was on like neck bone. She couldn't find any neck bone, so she hit her with a log of meat. <laughs> Why can't shit like this happen when I'm in Walmart? Oh, my God. I would probably end up taking off all my clothes. I'd be that excited. Okay, so here, here Garner says, uh, pulled down Jackson's mask and attempted to spit on her. Okay, so she pulls her mask down. She spits, but she misses. She's a terrible, she's a swallower, guys. Garner then reached into Jackson's shopping cart, removed the meat log, which he used then to strike in the face. Holy Christ almighty. In the face! In the face! (laughs) In the area of the, the department report where it says weapons used, The ground beef is described as a blunt object. The meat logs seen in the above picture go for about $22. That was the best $22 she ever spent. Oh, my God. That would be so fantastic. Oh, how about this? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I could trick some people. And we'll go to like Walmart, and we'll do we'll we'll do grocery store just uh, jousting with meat logs. Oh, I'd want to see that. I would want to see some 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 shopping cart jousting with meat logs going on. Straight fire says, "No biggie, no 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 biggie whatsoever." She's probably used to having meat in her face all the time. All right. <laughs> nice. Giggity, giggity, giggity. All right. God damn, that would be so awesome. You hear the ding? <laughs> ding. Uh, yeah, security under the potato chip, Roy. The potato chips. There, there's a fight going on. Ding. Then you got to listen for the walkie-talkies. And the person that can't hear, whose earpiece you can hear everywhere in the store. That seems this gal's beating the shit out of this other gal with a fucking log of meat. Oh, just, just say that in my direction. Say that, man. I will go. You will. I don't like to run. I know that that doesn't shock anybody listening to this show. If I heard on any kind of, and I was near it, that there is a fight and it's involving a log of meat. I'm running to it as fast as I possibly can. John Wick Part 3 was on the other night, and I was thinking about it. I watched it. Fucking awesome movie, right? Why? 
because they used new and cooler ways to kill people. He kills two guys with horses. Two! Killed a guy with a fucking book. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see a regular old ghetto girl fight and they pulling out extensions and shit like that. No! You give me a meat log any day. If I'm the judge, I drop all charges against the meat log girl because you made my day. Innocent. Charges dropped. I'd be like, ma'am, did you actually hit her with the log of meat in the face? Well, you on? No, ma'am, just yes or no. Yeah. Innocent. That's awesome. How did it feel? Was it pretty amazing? I can imagine it was amazing feeling. Did, did you happen to put it in your crotch area when you swung it? Because that's what men would have done. Maybe in John Wick 4 he can kill someone with, with, with a weave. Oh, I can't wait for part four. Uh, I cannot wait to see how he kills people in that. Oh, that's got me excited. Almost even moist. Almost. up with a meat log fuck if John Wick does that if they steal that from the headlines maybe maybe what he'll do is glue somebody's hair hair to a wall <laughs> using gorilla glue and then just beat him to death with a meat log <laughs> oh, okay all right oh there's video of this where's there video of this come on now oh dear god in heaven Hey, baby, let me see it. Huh? I just want to eat it. Huh? Baby, let me see it. Is that, is that the whole video? I, th- that wasn't that bad. No, come on. That can't be the right video. Where's the right video? Please let this be the video. No. A woman attempted to remove a mole on her cheek using an electric drill in a new video. Uh, it shows a TikToker from Spain using what appears to be a, a nail drill on her cheek. Wait until the scab comes off. Shows a painful-looking wound on her right chick, cheek. So, so hold on a second here. Hey, baby, let me see it. Her video sucks. She wasn't in a drill. I mean, she's doing something. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. She's being stupid. Anybody used a fucking drill on their face, you're going to end up the victim of a John Wick killing. I was hoping the drill would go in her face and, like, cut off her tongue or some shit like that. All right, let's see something real fast, see what's going on. Uh, Speaker Pelosi tried to sabotage rollout of the Green New Deal over fears AOC's rising power, whatever. Ooh. Ooh, Aaron Rodgers skips team activities amid fight with owners. This is interesting. By the way, uh, the the Department of Justice seized all 68 animals, and they shut down the Joe Exotic Zoo that Jeff Lowe 
was running. So the people of affliction are all out of work because no one is going to buy any of their T-shirts now that Jeff Lowe has no money to buy T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Ogre's so right. Everybody knows you you remove moles with a table saw, not a drill, or maybe even a belt sander. That's what I was going to go with. I was just going to sand that thing right on off. Jeez, people, don't you know anything? Final story of the show today. How does this shit? I, I know, look, I know this is going to be some third world country. Austria? Austria, I can't say that Austria's two-third world, but I know they got fucking government health care there. This is why you don't want it, people. <laughs> Jeff Lowe looks like if gas station boner pills were a person. <laughs> he is. He is a raging gas station boner. With his fucking do-rags on and his hat and his leather coat and his affliction shirt that's size medium. Oh, check me out, dude. I've got all this gray hair. Oh, look, I know I do not dress my age. I, I, I wear silly t-shirts and, and shorts and sandals most of the time. Why? Because I'm fat and lazy. This guy's wearing clothes that he shouldn't have worn when he was 19 because we wanted to beat you up then, too. Oh, if I can just have a minute here on people like Jeff Lowe. There is nothing wrong with trying not to age. Look, age is just a number. Just don't do the bullshit. Don't dress that way. Wear your, your fucking $400 weird guy jeans that got the buckle on the back. You know who I'm talking about. And they got some kind of shirt on. It's got some sort of design on it. Underneath is the word affliction. Hat and a do-rag. Any white guy's wearing a hat and a do-rag, you step right on up to first in line to get slapped. Slappy of the day goes to you. Oh, man. Nothing angers me more than when I see people like that. just want to go, what the fuck? You know who look like that all the time? You know who you are? You're the ultimate warrior. That's exactly who you are. The Ultimate Warrior last night, I, I, I know I wanted to talk about this earlier. The Ultimate Warrior's uh, biography was on A&E last night. Now, the interesting thing is his dark side of the ring is on this Thursday on the Vice Network. There was a time when they didn't have a lot of anything good to say about The Ultimate Warrior. They even released a videotape, The Demise of the Ultimate Warrior, before he was welcome back. It's a company that hated him. I was never a big Ultimate Warrior fan. I remember when he was a dingo warrior down here in Texas. Everybody loved him. This one, this, I, I don't know if this one's kind of a, a, a job on him, but I was never a big fan. And I kind of, I like to see the personal side of him. Looks like he was a good dad, but as a wrestler and a businessman, he was a fucking idiot. All right, here we go. Now I can do the story. You got all that Jeff Lowe hate out of me. 
an 82-year-old man was due to have his left leg removed. Probably, I don't know why he's having it removed, but he was having it removed. Maybe cancer, I don't know. Maybe just gangrene, who knows. Well, problem was is that it was his left leg to be removed. And due to human error, the right leg instead was amputated above the knee. <laughs> the error occurred after the hospital worker mistakenly put a preoperative mat mark on the wrong leg. <laughs> you don't know your right from your left. Oh, good God. You know what it was. The worker was at the dude's feet, and she had left her left, which would have been his right, and vice versa. Uh, they had to. They had to cut off the other leg too. By the way, he was suffering from numerous medical conditions and ailments, which affected both of his legs. So they kind of evened him out, just like Hangtown Jensen. He just got even. The man's family has been formed and psychological support has been <laughs> offered, while the hospital has also sent the details of the incident to the region's public prosecutor. Now, I would say this right now. Um, I, I'm betting that this person's not going to have to pay for this. This is one of those freebies. I took a Sharpie and wrote on my chest, bye-bye gallbladder, when I had it removed. And I plan to write L3-L4 when I have my back surgery, taking no chances. Yeah, nailed it. That's 100%. Oh, yeah, she's looking at him. She's looking at him, and she goes, oh, are you having your left leg removed today? The dude's all hopped up on fucking pharmaceuticals. <laughs> And she just takes the pen and goes, all right, your left leg, right in front of me, on my left side. And dude probably goes, oh. She's like, oh, I know, it's just the drugs kicking in. He's like, And by the way, by the way, hey, wait, wait a second. It can start with that girl, but don't the doctors have to look? That, that Didn't they meet with the surgeon? And the surgeon would know. See, this is why I don't buy all this. Oh, well, we marked the leg. See, this is there's something nobody's paying attention. Ogre, good for you to pay attention. This motherfucker, he goes into the doctor's office, and they start cutting off the right leg. And the surgeon has to look at it and go, well, that's weird. Usually that is on the other side. And then he goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is horrible. Uh, thinking of making smiley faces on my fat ass cheeks to give the prep nurses a laugh. So the hospital said no need to <laughs> pay, no need, K-N-E-E-D, to pay. Well, that's good. That is good shit right there. But how does it get that far? I mean, thank God somebody noticed before it was his family noticing, right? 
can you imagine they will? Oh, your dad did great in surgery. Her dad did so fantastic in surgery. He's in the ICU right now. You can go ahead and visit him. He's going to be a little groggy. And you walk in there, and the first thing you notice is dad ain't got a fucking right leg no more. Duh, excuse me. Where is my father's right leg? Pardon me? You see, he was sitting here to get his left leg amputated, you dumb motherfucker. I would start with that. You dumb motherfuckers, where is my father's right leg? I, I, I'll just say this right now. If that happened to anybody in my family, I, I would be in jail today. I'd be in jail. I, I, I'm glad they're going to make it. Th- you cannot fuck up that bad. You cannot fuck up that bad. I don't want you even pouring tap water for me at your next job. Can you imagine the pure torture if he was watching their mark the wrong leg while in the throes of an anesthetic just kicking in and wants to say no? But he's drowsy. He's drowsy. I'm sorry, he's drowsy. See, I just added a new sound effect in. This one right here looks a little, a little downsy. A little downsy. Oh, man. Gosh. Surgeon realized it when he left the building and thought something wasn't right. I, I, I like that. That was good. That was good. I gotta go back here and go like this here. <laughs> yeah. I I love that, yeah. I guess that's why they call it practice. Man, I do not want a doctor that is practicing medicine. I want it to be game time. Just hey, hey, I, I understand that you're practicing medicine. You're 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 practicing medicine. When you get to me, uh, that's when that's when the, the the clock starts. Game on. I can see you asking the doctor why he didn't take something extra off me. Uh huh. The only time that phase is kind of acceptable is if he has a prosthetic leg and it was misplaced. Yeah. Excuse me. Where's my father's right leg? And, you know, if I worked at the hospital, I'd be like, what's wrong? Did we give him the wrong one? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everybody at that, everybody, from, from the, 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 the top dock all the way down to the people that work in the sewage, everybody's fired there. Every single person is fired. Why am I getting fired? You work in the stupidest hospital in the world. That's why. The story didn't say when they figured it out. I want to know when it was figured out. Now, come on, Ogre, that one. that I, Ogre, I, 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 no. Damn it. Where the hell is it? Oh, you're lucky. Oh, wait, no. Why is that there? That should not be there. That should be right there. Ogre says, dude's watching Wild World of Sports and feeling the agony of defeat. He should get a tattoo of Kerry Von Eric, but not on the leg. There's an upside. He was looking at it. Life without one leg. Leaning a, learning a whole new way of life on his own with no help uh, monetarily. 
Now he gets to start over with no legs. Sure, but a lawsuit making is going to be rich. Well, see, that's the problem, though. Ain't going to be rich. It's over in Austria. They got government health care. Oopsie-daisy. Yeah, that ogre, that's the biggest thing for him. At least he lost weight. That's what they're going to say. He got socialized health care. Whoopsie. They're lucky they did the operation at all. All right, that does it for me today. I am Audi 5000. So until tomorrow, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until then, y'all have a great Monday and adios, everybody. We knew it from the start I see it in your eyes You can feel it from my heart From here on after Let's stay the way we are right now And share all the love and laughter That a lifetime will allow Cross my heart and promise to give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true. In all the world, you'll never find a love as true as mine. my life complete and as long as there's a breath in me I'll make yours just as sweet as we look into the future it's as far as we can see so let's make each tomorrow be the best that it can be my heart and promise to give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true in all the world you'll never find a love as true as mine It starts to storm You've got the promise of my love To keep you warm
Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.